0: Down, right, down, down, downright un down, right, American. No patriot. Down, I'll tell, right. I'll tell you something. I'll
1: t- t- tell, t- tell you something I'll tell
0: you something, right? Downright, downright. un-American.
2: Ain't nobody got time for
0: that. It's all about the money. Anti-American. American. They want they the money. It, it doesn't have anything to do with patriotism. Anti-American. Patriotism Anti-American.
3: They were like death.
4: Down. I'll tell you something. American. No
0: hate.
5: Un-American. American. American, American. Downright. So he's a treasonous. Period. I mean, yeah, I guess why not?
0: It, it doesn't have anything to do with patriotism. Downright. Anti-American. They want the money to. The... to tell you something yourself. Anti-American. Yeah. American. Patriotism. Un-American. To
6: tell yourself. I mean, they certainly. To tell
4: yourself.
5: Tell Didn't seem to love our country very much.
2: Right, Un-American. Welcome to another episode of Un-American, the show about traitors, turncoats, and treasonous where no fraud or grifter is safe. I am Brandon, and I am joined by Franklin and Jim. How are you doing today, Frank?
7: Uh, I'm doing great, Brandon, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> you should. <laughs> uh, I'm fully vaccinated now. I think I'm the the last of the three of us to yes. get my second jab. Nice. But yeah, so uh, not that there's no more worrying about COVID, but it's G-
2: in. It's looking like it's almost in the rear view. Prior to uh, the pandemic, I didn't, un- like, I wasn't super knowledgeable. I'm still not knowledgeable about vaccines and modern medicine and, like, whatever, but I was so not knowledgeable Jim, you will remember when I freaked out that the media was calling it a jab, like Frank just did, and I was just like, "Well, we'll fucking wait to scare the Q <laughs> well, Yeah. Like, Would you prefer yeah, I call it? I don't know it... why
3: they call it a jab. Those stupid. We out. could, I uh, we could could call, call
2: it, it the Fauci ouchie. <laughs> the Fauci ouchie. <laughs> <Nice. laughs> I didn't realize though until you told me that like that's common, like that's common terminology within medicine, like for a shot yeah. of a vaccine. Yeah, yeah it's, it's kind <clears> of. <throat> It's it, it,
3: something that should stay within the medical field as just lingo. Yeah. Like, it's just a yeah, dumb
2: nickname. Yeah, it right. should. Because it mm-hmm. definitely, especially in the age of anti-vaxxers, it does. It, it makes it sound more menacing. Ex- yeah, it's yeah. an
7: excuse. But I was very excited to get to be fully vaccinated. I think it's, what, after two weeks you're you're kind of covered. Yeah. But, uh, like, I also finally bought, like, concert tickets. They're not until, like, March of next year. But, right. like, I'm preparing for a life
2: where I don't have to be afraid of crowds anymore, yeah. which is exciting. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. That's very good. Jim, how are you doing this week? I'm good for a, a couple
3: of reasons, but the main one is that uh, playoff hockey is right around the corner. Yes. At the same
2: time, that also is slowly uh, raising my anxiety uh, to boiling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can understand that. I uh, th- So, since I got into the, uh, the fucking that jumped onto the Doge fan uh, or fad, um, I like now I just want to like sports bet too. Like as, oh, soon yeah. as, <laughs> as soon as the fucking playoffs start, there's not I, enough I, volatility I, in my life. <laughs> I, give, me yeah. <laughs> give me more. Give me more. be like fucking Kramer at one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> Betting on when if, if airplane flights come in on time. Like. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, I'm good too. Uh, and I'll tell you why it's also a hockey related I can't say too much because I am very superstitious, not just a little. Um but I'm I'm pleased to have made it to our fantasy hockey final. Um Boo. and Boo. I <laughs> am yeah, sorry guys. Um and that's all I can say until it's over. <laughs> so <laughs> so um so but I am I am happy that I got there. Um in a very interesting season. Just for like it's been an interesting season. For for every sport throughout the pandemic, but then like when the fantasy like it I hit, imagine it, even
7: not fantasy hockey, I imagine people playing
2: fantasy football and
7: well, baseball yeah. are still being affected and being like, what the hell's yeah. going on? Well,
2: and you know like obviously it's fucking fantasy, right? So like the leagues have their own shit to worry about, but I just didn't realize how much yeah, in the great it was scheme going- of things they don't
3: care about what goes on with no. fantasy points.
2: So with uh, with all that being said. um check this out i am going to bring down your mood tonight but only after lightening it considerably this is a weird episode um i when i decided to do lindsey graham this week um my thought was that i was gonna have to go super far back in history to figure out like to because what i wanted to do was i wanted to show i Wanted to see how different Lindsey Graham, because I didn't remember Lindsey Graham being always in Trump's pocket. Trump didn't always exist; it didn't always exist. I wanted to see like the evolution of Lindsey Graham, so I expected that I would have to go back to like the '90s or something. No, I had to go back to fucking 2015, which is insane. And like the transformation over this episode is is crazy. So like we're gonna have some fun moments here, and and then we'll. F- Finish the way that you expect that uh, that we we all know where this train wreck is heading. We know where it's going. Yeah. So, uh, but before we get into it, I want to take a moment to say that if you like the show and you want to support what we're doing, you can head over to our Patreon page um, at Patreon.com/slash/unamerican and become a Patreon patriot today. Bonus content is available there, as well as merch and all kinds of cool stuff. We greatly appreciate your support of
7: the show. Speaking of our uh, our Patreon, I think it's been three months of Patreon, so I think the first of our...
2: Um, our... our gifts are going yeah, out? Yeah, Yes, our merch. Nice. Um, so if if you're one of those patrons that gets that, feel free to uh, tag us in if you want to share pictures of it, because um, we haven't seen all of it yet. Uh, so, so feel free to tag us and you can find us on Twitter. We'll get into that later in the show. Yeah. So, uh, before we get started, let me hit you with a Freudian slip.
1: I want you to use my words against me. If there's a Republican president in 2016 and a vacancy occurs in the last year of the first term, you can say, Lindsey Graham said, let's let the next president, who whoever it might be, make that nomination and you could use my words against me and you'd be absolutely right i'm
2: not saying that we're not that we that we're gonna focus heavily on like that moment or the supreme court but like i, I think
7: we're gonna focus heavily on using his own words against him. oh yeah we yeah. are a, a little bit. bit um i know that moment because we've talked about it me i know me and brandon yeah. have me uh, jim, have, it was on, jim has also on the other show yeah. on the other show yeah. and it was just a huge moment because like it showed us how much Lindsey Graham doesn't care about the person he's become or, or who he used to be. He right.
2: No ties to it. No, not at all. But, and it seems almost like and you will be able to probably uh, – I think we'll be able to make the case um, at a, that there there is a point, and it, and it probably is like John McCain was the thing that was holding him. On this road. Um, and I'll at the end of the episode, I'll make an, an argument for why I think that is. But there is definitely a difference between Lindsay, the way Lindsey Graham talks to cameras now and the way that he did before, while John McCain was still alive. Um, Some sort of bizarro Scooby-Doo character.
7: Yeah. Uh, well, and I'll make the point later because it's in, in just in my own personal like knowing of Lindsey Graham and reading about him for the last five years – I get the sense that Lindsey just needs someone to model himself on, and for the longest time, he had chosen McCain. Yeah, that's the Republican that I want to be like, and I'm gonna. Yeah, be I'm his, gonna. I'm stop. gonna be
2: his uh, protege. I'm gonna staff you and make you say that later, okay? Because I, because th- we'll I, have I a, that we'll is. Have our, I'm just gonna say that, that is
7: already my point, and I expect the next hour is just gonna <laughs> reinforce
2: that. Yeah. yeah. Um. Let's take a look, though. At Lindsey Graham, so I again I thought I was going to be going back to the early 2000s Bush era to find a, a a gradual turn, and I didn't have to. So I did what is most comfortable to me recently, and I went to the uh, he ran for president in the 2016 election. Um, so I I went to 2015 during the debates and wanted to check in with Lindsey there. And man, he had some interesting he had some interesting takes on just issues. So the first issue I'm going to focus on is climate change. And I also kind of think it's funny the way that this is presented by the Fox host.
5: Lindsey Graham, you worked with Democrats and President Obama when it came to climate change, something you know is extremely unpopular with conservative Republicans. How can they trust you based on that record? You
1: can trust me to do the following that when I get on stage with Hillary Clinton, we won't be debating about the science, we'll be debating about the solutions. In her world, cap and trade will dominate. That will destroy the economy in the name of helping in the environment. In my world, we'll focus on energy independence and a clean environment. When it comes to fossil fuels, we're gonna find more here and use less. Over time, we're gonna become energy independent. I am tired of sending $300 billion overseas to buy oil from people who hate our guts. The choice between a weak economy and a strong environment is a false choice.
2: So, I mean, we can debate all day long whether we like his points about.
7: I
3: actually it,
2: agree with that.
7: But, well, and I'm not even like, like
2: nearly to a T. I agree with right? that. Right. I think
7: Brandon is onto a point, though. We can disagree whether we think his solution will work, but we can't disagree that he acknowledges climate change is an issue. Yeah. And he has a. A should, logical approach uh, to it right right based in some kind of well, reasoning. and
2: he even says we're not going to debate the science right. of it. like it does what, it, we what we do a hundred percent like it. he's putting that it does exist i'm not interested yeah. in debating my republican followers or colleagues or like whatever about it it does we're just like and then he moves on to in the his, same sense that pitch. gravity is yeah. a thing oh, and the
7: right. solution is a much more conservative solution than hillary clinton
2: at the time would be right you but know, but he the is, way politics used to be. I also thought it was goofy the way that like Fox presented the question as like, hey, you know that conservatives don't like climate change, right? And are and you just telling you. them to how, go F themselves? How can you how <laughs> can you trust yeah, how can they trust you? It's like, well, first of all, the reason that they don't believe in climate change is because idiots like you ask questions like that. like yeah, you you still frame and it. As I, if you can tell debate. he was tired of Kinda. saying the
3: same thing over kudos, and over again.
2: Kudos to Lindsey Graham well, too, and that's because actually, the way that that question was asked was very much like, "Hey, here's the answer I want you to give, Lindsey Graham, as a conservative, and I'm a conservative, you're a conservative. Here's the answer. Say I want. climate
7: change is a myth,
2: right? And he was <laughs> well, like, "No, nah, I'm not going to debate that with you. And, here's my here's my solution. And,
7: uh, okay, here is my very pre-prepared answer. You can yeah, hear sure from his, you can hear him in the way sure. that like. He, he was – because he knew he would get that question. Yeah. He knew going in, like, how do you differ from the people in that state? I was but, on flashcards for a month. But, you're, but, you're much more but liberal
2: com- on climate change. But comparatively, a good answer for what we see typically when we're talking about climate change and we have a Republican on stage. I still think that's a pretty good answer. It's
7: actually the answer today you would hear because from me. Because yeah. we haven't
2: even taken steps to get to that point. Right. Right. We're yeah. still just arguing about it. And we're still the dependent on foreign energy 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I also thought that this was an interesting moment on immigration in the uh, I believe that first one was from an August debate. This one is from September and and he talks immigration and this one was the one that initially made my jaw drop. I think this might have been the first clip that I found in my search period and i was just like oh damn i am excited about this
1: the peanut gallery on this is interesting i have been trying to solve this problem for a decade there are no democrats here tonight if you're here raise your hand you went to the wrong well welcome thank you very much for coming
5: (laughs) uh the bottom line, I'm
1: he trying to fix the out. problem.
7: <laughs> he was funny. We're not
1: going to deport 11 million people here illegally, but we will start with felons and off they go. As to the rest, you can stay, but you've got to learn our language. I don't speak it very well, but look how far I've come. <laughs> Speaking funny. English is a good thing. You got to pay taxes. You got to pay a fine. You got to get back in line. You've got to secure your border. They'll keep coming. If you don't control who gets a job, it never ends. We've got two borders, one with Canada, one with Mexico. I've never met an illegal Canadian. This is an economic problem. So, folks, let's solve it. Amnesty is doing nothing, and that's what we've been doing as to birthright citizenship. Once we clean up this mess in the future, prospectively, I'm willing to look at the following. There are people buying tourist visas mm-hmm. that go to resorts with maternity wards for the express purpose of having a child here in America. They're rich Asians. They're rich people from the Mideast. Thank you, Senator. That, to me, is bastardizing citizenship. sir. am going to stop that in the future.
3: He's like, stop. You're saying
2: racist shit. <laughs> <laughs> it, that is the anchor baby idea. Like, yeah, that's yeah. A,
7: yeah. And, and I'm not even saying that isn't a problem, but, like, most of the immigrants who come here are not rich. That's a very small percentage of the people right. that we need to worry about. Most of them are poor as fuck and are escaping violence. Right. That
3: was a like really feeble attempt
7: at a dog and pony show. Exactly. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're rich
3: Asians. They come here think, and have their
7: kid. <laughs> I think if anything, what? though, that clip shows that Lindsey Graham has been working on his tight 5. That man wants to be a stand-up comedian and he has an he, open mic he here. At, Dude, he's not that like he's not unfunny. Like I, think no, there were, I there actually are... think that in like 10 years ago he would have been the best Republican to have at the uh the correspondence dinner. Hell Dinner. Yeah. Anywhere they do a roast, yeah. he would
2: have been gold cuz he he does have some moments that yeah. through this I are legitimately Are you saying he's
3: the Jeff Ross of politicians? He's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> I have more respect for Jeff Ross. Right. Um, well, yeah, but out of the best politicians. Yeah. So, like,
7: like
2: Jeff Ross is the best comedian roaster.
3: Oh yeah, a hundred. Oh well, yeah, he is. I
7: think
2: I think Lindsey Graham definitely really good. He he has some moments early on here. Uh, he, here in the in the same clip, I cut it right there. Um, but Rick Santorum didn't like what Lindsey Graham had to say there, so he's going to cut in, and Lindsey Graham is going to shoot back, and uh, we get this. Governor Perdue, oh, I just want to. I just we'll come
5: back to you, uh, Senator Santorum. He I my name and that I didn't have a plan. And the fact of the matter right. is right. that I did have a plan back in 2006. I introduced a plan called a comprehensive border security bill, which did, in fact, uh, put uh, the resources to build the fencing and, and, and deploy the troops and the technology necessary. What did you do with the to, 11 million? Uh, th- 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 as you know, Lindsay, what are you fort- going to do with as, the 11 as million? As you know, 40 to 60 percent of the 11 million are here on visa overstays. We know exactly who they are, we should know where they are, but we have a government that doesn't tell them to return home. You can solve half of the problem with the 11 million what by, about simply the telling, by simply telling the 11 million that they have to return to their country of origin. So that's half your problem. How many Democrats now, now supported your plan? Anymore? How many Democrats did you
7: have on your bill? Pause. Holy shit. Nice. Mm. well well, i'm I'm surprised to hear him talk about bipartisanship no shit considering what i know (laughs) this is the weirdest thing in the world i feel like i'm living in the Mandela effect yeah like
3: it
2: is really
7: trump was the the political equivalent of getting our politicians hooked on drugs this is a man pre-addiction you're not wrong that's all it is yeah and he's about to go hardcore into the one thing like the the one thing he needs to survive which is trump he's a frat boy that found coke yeah, yep. <laughs> that, that's Hit. the greatest analogy. Yep. I, I don't know how many Democrats I had on my bill. I can tell you none.
5: But the, the point is, it was, uh, it, the point is that I had a bill. and That I went been, nowhere. And I, well, you're right, Lindsay, it went nowhere because we had a president back then who was uh, for more comprehensive immigration reform George than I w. was. George W. Bush. That's right. Who won with Hispanics. You know what we need to Compared do, to Lindsay, is we need, we, need to win. we need to win fighting for Americans. We need to win fighting for the workers Hispanics in this country who are hurting, including are Hispanics. Americans. The people who are hurt the most by illegal immigration are Hispanics. In my world, Hispanics the, the, the are Americans. The folks, who, uh, got claps the folks for who are hurt the worst are recent immigrants. By illegal immigrants coming to this country, last year alone, 700,000 illegal immigrants came into this country. Who do you think are most impacted? It's the folks who came into this country, played by the rules, did what they were supposed to do, came here and went to work, and now they're finding themselves out of work because someone illegally is willing to come in and work for them. I just
2: have to, before I let him respond to that, he got claps for... Lindsey. Lindsey Graham got claps for saying that they are Americans, like you, you're
7: classifying them as two separate people, right I consider them
2: as that one is class. not what we would expect Dude, from uh what happened? yeah, Trump happened, Trump was poisoned like we, we to the g o p we know, but like because that is how? a man right there when
7: he says that like uh, George Bush won with the the his, his hispanic vote, what he's really saying is like, hey, we've had a post after Romney lost. And we realized—or was it McCain lost? Uh, or, no, it no, was Rom- Romney. Romney. After Romney in 2012, we had a post-mortem and as, they a, did. as a party. And we realized the thing that was killing us was not being inclusive enough. Yes. And he is towing that line of, like, I'm, yeah, I am Yeah, because
3: they got crushed in the Obama years. Right, yeah. And Lindsey at this point— Each midterm was a slaughter.
7: Yeah. Yeah. And at this point, Lindsey is still under the the delusion that, like, he's following the polls and what the people yeah. say and that he's going to be the— Yep, the reasonable person, the the moderate Republican. Yeah, look,
2: I'm still the I'm still one of the white guys up right. here, but I understand. And I don't know what happens. And I'm but trying like, to reach out. When
7: Trump wins, he takes the temperature reading again and realizes, oh, I was off. Like, there's a lot more resentment and mm-hmm. conspiracy that I can I can work with that more. Yep. I, I guess I don't know. I, I think you might be right. I uh, read a lot of articles when in the first two years Trump was elected of like what happened to Lindsey Graham. And something, there was a lot of speculation that, like, really weird. Trump had something on him because it was such a weird turn. And I remember thinking at the time, like, yeah, but I didn't realize the full extent of how much he turned from a yeah reasonableist yeah, into a conspiracy. You well, know. It's, it was
3: the rise of populism, I think, Yeah. when I asked, like, what happened earlier. Yeah. Because it happened globally. It wasn't just here in America. No. Like, there's Boris Johnson right. Right. Yeah. in England and then uh, – forget the name of the guy in Brazil.
7: Uh Bolsonaro. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. I mean, the weird. He actually society. Well, something something to to that point, society like something Lindsey Graham
7: might be the most exemplary, like person you can find the the best example of what happened to fanaticism in the last ten years or five years. Yeah,
2: just right. Like it just flipped. Like whatever they were doing just got flipped on its head. Right, and while they can still in
7: their head. Uh, kind of like say like, oh, I'm still the same person. I still have the same morals. The, the reasoning they use is very different. Yeah. And they don't seem to get that.
2: Um, I want to finish this clip by letting Lindsey Graham respond back to Rick Samtoram.
7: Well, I have a little different take
1: yeah. on where the country is going on this issue. Number one, in 1950, there were 16 workers for every retiree. How many are there today? There's three. In 20 years, there's going to be two. And you're going to have 80 million baby boomers like me retire in mass, wanting a Social Security check and the Medicare bills paid. We're going to need more legal immigration. Let's just make it logical. Let's pick people from all over the world on our terms, not just somebody from Mexico. Let's create a rational legal immigration system because we have a declining workforce. Thank you, sir. Tom Thurman had four kids after he's 67. <laughs> if you're not willing to do that, we better come up with a new legal
2: immigration system. <laughs> <laughs> Like, dude, he's good. Like it's good shit. What? Man. What? Like, he just what? made a he just made
7: a fucking joke during a, a presidential primary. Yeah, movie. that's and did it classy. Yeah, like in it, a way that like it,
2: supported his his thesis. It, it is very. It is very shocking. It's what politics and, is supposed to be. Right. It is.
7: And it's also a really it, great point that like, hey, we've been talking for thirty years that social security isn't gonna be a thing that we can rely on. Yeah. And we need people to replace the current workforce. Mm-hmm. And if you're not willing to have kids, which the American public I mean you two are it's, are. Well, it's, <laughs> it's still trending. Like yeah. we're
3: we're old though. Like Yeah. yeah. And also we,
7: you guys aren't having kids at the rate right our parents did. My parents had right. four or five kids, you know. My, like you guys I'm have one two. of two. Right? I'm one yeah. of two as well. I, yeah, I, I'm one of six. Well, I'm, one yeah. of, I'm one of five. True so, for yeah. your family. Yeah,
2: um, but yeah, I yeah no, it, it's really weird. It was it's a good point he's making, and I didn't it is. expect
7: myself to think that Lindsey Graham made good
2: points. That was the weirdest fucking part of this whole thing, this whole experience for me. Like pulling was, all uh, of these clips was, was just
7: prepping like, this episode of Twilight
2: Zone. Like, it, wait it, minute, did much, we start a show called Real American? Yeah, <laughs> this it, it was really weird for me because I expected. I really expected to just be like, ah, there's going to be a treasure trove of bullshit, and and there is, but there's so much where I'm just like, you're a different dude. Like this is not what I was expecting. Like this does it almost I- make
7: you more disappointed though? Fuck yeah, 100 <laughs> well, percent it does. I also like Lindsey Graham has never been married, never had kids. um... Cause like he he had a really tragic backstory. I don't know if you you read about that. Like he didn't have his parents were, died or were gone very. He raised his yeah like, he was sibling. I think he his dad. I thank God he's not married though. Can you imagine being married to this guy and knowing one person your entire life and then one year they suddenly just flipped? There definitely
3: would have been a
2: divorce, right? Yeah, I I don't know I I don't know. It it is unless it, it's unless a crazy his change.
7: entire act was the super reasonable guy and that was all
2: just something he was playing well and maybe maybe it was but if it was he was playing it good and yeah because he was having fun with it well and here's here's another example as much fun as you can have with this here's another example of him having fun
1: ronald reagan did a couple of really big things that we should all remember he sat down with tip o'neill the most liberal guy in the entire house they started drinking together that's the first thing i'm gonna do as president we're gonna drink more (laughs) (laughs) And what did this two great Irishmen do? He's got a bottle of Tito. They in found his a way to save Social Security from bankruptcy by adjusting the age of retirement from 65 to 67. So yes, I will say nice things at times about Democrats. Yes, I will work them, work with them. I will put the country ahead of party. Absolutely, I want to work with them. At the end of the day, Hugh. I'm lucky to be standing here. I'm the first in my family to ever go to college. Neither one of my parents finished high school. Darlene's here with me tonight. We owned a Thank restaurant, you, but wait a minute. We, we. <laughs> Thank I understand. You, you asked me a question. This is important. Republicans need to tell the American people we get it as to who you are. When my mom died, I was 21. When my dad died, when I was 22, we were wiped out financially. If it weren't for Social Security survivor benefit check coming in, Darlene wouldn't. We wouldn't have made it. I don't need a lecture from Democrats about Social Security. Thank I you, want Senator. to save it.
2: I like this Lindsey Graham. Right. I like this Lindsey Graham in 2015. I fucking like him. Like. I wouldn't have faulted you in
7: 2015 for being for seeing that and being like, I would vote for this guy. I'm, yeah, hearing just, that, I would vote so, for that guy if yeah, he still had that I'm view. So
3: so disappointed. Yeah, like, the reason I was happy to vote for Biden is all the exact same things Lindsey Graham just said. Right, right,
7: and yeah. it's scary to think that like this is. I really most politicians they don't really believe what they say, right? Probably,
3: so they could easily. I'm hoping that's different for right now. <laughs> I, <laughs> I hope feel so like too. A, I feel like a lottery and junkie. Every Keep time on feeding into I mean, it, hoping that I'm going to win. Every right.
7: time I've ever cast a vote, I feel like that. But <clears throat> he's making it like I don't disagree with almost anything he's saying there. No,
2: you know? uh, I don't. I don't either. And he, so he gets interviewed. Uh, or no, I'm sorry. He he. There's. I have one more clip from uh from the string of. Uh, summer debates in 2015, and this actually I only pulled because, as someone who is uh, left of center considerably, and even I would say like a a fan of Bernie Sanders. Um, I'm still somebody that has a sense of humor, so while when I heard this, I was like, if that was said about Trump or something, the tr- the MAGA people would like have lost their shit and just like, <laughs> they would not have had a sense of humor. But this might be one of my favorite jokes that he does. It's a simple joke, but it's good. Good
1: God, look who we're running against. The number one candidate on the other side thought she was flat broke after her and her husband were in the White House for eight years. The number two guy went to the Soviet Union on his honeymoon, and I don't think he ever came back. If we don't beat
5: these people,
2: who the hell are we going to beat? That's a great joke. I like, yeah. as a Bernie <laughs> fan, I like the, like, if you're going to use socialism as a punchline that way, cool. Yeah. Don't try it. Like, because he's not using it to try to scare people. He's not and using it. I mean, like, he is. that's a punchline that SNL would use against absolutely, Bernie. Right?
7: Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. The that, like, even liberals can be like, all right, yeah, he's real far left.
2: Yeah. That's a good punchline and I appreciated that very much. I was like I'm fucking pulling that because that's a good ass joke. Like he had jokes. Um and and he also like I thought he was the, he was really reasonable in his approach to like he never pulled well. In the 2006 – in fact, I don't During even, the primary like debate? Yeah. I don't think he ever really corrected, like, top S- three. I don't think he ever got out of single digits. Like, there. It was, I think, early in 2016. He was still sitting at like one percent. I think a lot of mm.
3: the Republicans didn't pull very well. No, they didn't. It was very weird. It was like Trump had like it was a rat race. Trump all the way to the end. Well, and
2: that's what I was screaming about for a long time was that like this sucks. That like you're going to get a candidate who only has 24 percent of the Republican Party that's behind kind him.
7: Kind of like what happened with the Democrats. Yeah.
3: This oh, past yeah. year. Oh yeah.
2: It definitely is. Right.
7: And then through this us versus them mentality, I'm going to get the entire party behind me. But yeah, it is important to remember that most people didn't think Trump was serious. No. They they liked the circus. Well,
2: and. Oh, man.
3: Oh, man. Were they wrong? He was dead serious.
2: (laughs) Lindsey. Lindsey Graham tried to appeal to better senses. Um, He obviously he did not succeed at that, but he gave it an effort.
5: What is your reaction to
2: hearing what Donald Trump says?
1: Disgusted. Well, I want to talk to the Trump supporters for a minute. I don't know who you are and I don't know why you like this guy. I think what you like about him, he appears to be strong when the rest of us are weak. He's a very successful businessman, and he's going to make everything great. He's going to take all the problems of the world and put them in a box and make your life better. That's what he's selling. Here's what you're buying. He's a race-baiting, xenophobic, religious bigot. He doesn't represent my party. He doesn't represent the values that the men and women who wear the uniform are fighting for. I've been in the Air Force for thirty-three years. I retired this June. He's the ISIL Man of the Year, by the way. Graham
2: was in the Air Force. Most of his career, uh, he was most of his career, his Air Force career, he was in Congress for. So, like, well, yeah, yeah. but you can be a reservist, right? Yeah, he was, and and he is a lifelong. Yeah, Uh, Yeah. and he was a lawyer in the Air Force. Like, oh, he's Jag. Yeah, the Air Force's version of Jag. Right. Um,
7: I will say though, like, if you look at his history on paper. There's nothing to to give you red flags. It's a man who lost both of his parents at a very tragically young age. He was in college. He raised his fucking sister, who was a couple years younger than him. Mm-hmm. He like he had a adult much quicker than most people yeah. have to. He doesn't seem, like, you know. I mean, there's nothing on. There's nothing in his resume that would make you think
2: that he would completely punk out at some point to the point that like we keep saying like oh we're disappointed and you and jimmy asked like well so does that make you more disappointed it almost makes me sad at this point like hearing everything is making me disappointed and sad like hearing this whole friggin episode (laughs) yeah hearing him appeal to trump supporters and and be right like he was right he is a racist xenophobic uh, like, he is all of those things that he said. He doesn't represent my party. Um, and, and like, I was watching the video. This Obviously, we're not watching it now, but the, I was watching it. And, like, dude, his face was like, listen to me, guys. Like, I don't want the party to die because think, of it. Like, he saw it. I
7: think he was reading the temperature of the room being like, look, I can try to save us, but I know that if I lose and Trump gets elected, I only have one... Career in politics, right? Which is get behind Trump or be Romney, who's well, yeah, you know, and it no power.
2: and I think that a lot of Republicans, it makes me run
3: knowing that he was in the Air Force for
7: 33
2: years plus
3: his government service. He could retire today with a very nice pension, yeah. Like, I don't know yeah. why he's doing it anymore because now he's just part of the problem, he's we probably ego.
7: through mis some yeah, misguided. But, I think like, narcissism did it
3: build out of nowhere or is he always had it? He was I just a nice guy in, at some point. In his
7: mind, he probably <laughs> thinks he's actually, he's helping. Like, I think in his mind,
2: he's the, he's hero. helping right now. He, he might, yeah. he might consider himself closer to John McCain. And maybe there's an argument that, or that, there, that, he's, he lying, that he's
7: preventing us from getting to a worse fate. Maybe. Right. now,
2: maybe so. Um, But he goes on about Donald Trump.
1: Because what Mr. Trump is doing, and I don't think he has a clue about anything, he's just trying to get his numbers up and get the biggest reaction he can. He's putting uh, our soldiers and diplomats at risk. He's empowering the enemy, and this ban, if it's actually enacted, would take people who had been interpreters who came to our side in Iraq and Afghanistan who are under siege in their own countries and basically becomes a death sentence for them.
6: You're saying he's empowering the enemy. You draw a direct line between his rhetoric and what, recruitment for ISIS? Yeah,
1: they use that to turn uh, the region against us. I've been there 36 times. I can tell you that most Muslims, most people in the faith, reject this radical ideology. The reason we'll win this war is because very few fathers and mothers want to turn their daughters over to ISIL. The way you win the war, just don't kill terrorists. You invest in the lives of others. Young people in the Mideast are less sectarian. That's where we should be investing. Giving a young woman a voice about her children in the Mideast is the ultimate uh, antidote to terrorism. That's how you win the war. A hopeful life versus a glorious death. And what Mr. Trump is doing is undercutting everything we stand for. He's undercutting how you win the war. He's empowering the enemy, and he's putting people at risk who are serving our country.
2: All right, let's keep track now. He doesn't hate immigrants. He hasn't said anything... Uh, super like he hasn't said anything about uh people in ghettos or low income yeah. like well, and, and he doesn't and hate I'm, muslims i'm curious if jim feels the same way but i think like what i just heard lindsey
7: graham say is a very like cohesive cogent argument about how we're gonna win how we could win the middle east and it's not by treating everyone like they're the enemy and creating new terrorists but it's by you know investing in Like that's what I would like. That's what I want to hear out of a Republican leader. That's what I want to
2: hear out of a leader. Period. Any side of the table. Like I want to hear. We're not going to bomb them into the Stone
6: Age.
3: Yeah. And now that the Trump presidency is over, outside of actually bringing troops home, the situation in Iraq and Afghanistan is worse. Right. It's it's worse than it was
7: five years ago. Right. And I'm sure that even he is saying that in some kind of, like,
2: fanciful, best-case scenario
7: way. But if we could do it, that is the way you fight, you know.
2: But one of the—, oh, the, the no, absolutely. The reason yeah. that I let the I clip, agree with the statement. You know, I'm just adding emphasis
3: onto the fact that Graham was right.
2: I do think, too, that, like, it's a big—we are not used to hearing Republicans not trash immigrants, not trash Muslims, not trash— uh African Americans or minority communities or like whatever, so to his, hear him hit all of these points
3: his viewpoint on how we should have handled the situation in Iraq and Afghanistan is held by a lot of former service members, yeah, right that same view, yeah. I think I would itself. think by
7: the majority because they're the people who actually knew like the people in those places who are like yeah they don't support the terrorists either that anybody that, that you you worked
3: know, with any of the locals ever right actually under and has an ounce of empathy understands that yeah. that would be like if uh,
2: it, it, the idea that. All Muslims are ISIS Muslims is the same as if you were a Middle Easterner saying, well, America is just white hoods like or no, Ameri- the majority of us yeah. don't like the white hoods like that they, they exist. And we wish that they didn't exist. But like but it's not the majority of us. And like and Lindsey Graham, I think, is drawing that. That line there, that like, no, nah, dude, like the majority of this region, and it would make sense. Like he said, he's been there thirty six times with John McCain. They used to fucking fly back and forth all the time. Yeah, it's, it's, right. And this is especially true in the Air Force. The
3: higher ranking you are, the more trips you'll, the more short trips you'll do to a theater of war. Right. So like us. Like young soldiers, like I was, we would go over for a year at a time, have a year break a year or two break for me, I wasn't that lucky it was a year break and went right back over for another year but uh like the higher ranking officials they they'll go for like you know three to six months and come back and do
7: whatever they have to do here, and then do the same thing right i hey, i would I would assume it's the equivalent of um a manager at work. Where, like, they're not always on the floor working, but they're always doing something. Even if they're in, like, dealing with the higher ups, like, they're engaged. And then every once in a while you see them. Um, Like, unless you're in charge of the entire
3: region, in which case that's about an eight month span. Like, Petraeus, when he was CENTCOM, the CENTCOM commander, he had an eight month stint over in Afghanistan. But the vast majority of them, that work behind the scenes of somebody that's in charge, like Petraeus's underling officers.
7: They were constantly coming and going. Yeah. And I'm, I'm trying to remember this point because my memory has been very skewed by the Trump years, but like, because this debate was happening at the same time, the democratic debate was happening. Right. Yeah. Lindsey Graham was trashing Trump the same time that like
2: Bernie, Bernie and, and Hillary. Hillary were going at it. So yeah. I
7: think I was probably paying attention a lot more to Bernie V Hillary Thinking that, like, because I was probably still in that mindset that like Trump's not going to win; he's the sideshow. Yeah, but like when you focus on just what Lindsey is saying about Trump, like I don't disagree with no. any of it, the you words know he's saying.
2: What's really unfortunate, and I haven't made the point yet. I probably should have. Um, but he never made it to you. There's what sucks is that like back when we were kids, the it seems like the field of Democrats and Republicans that would run for. Be President, like five tops. Yeah, or maybe eight. Maybe eight. But like it was not how 40, many were there in twenty fifteen? In, there was like sixteen In each th- party. That, in 20, Good 20 or in twenty sixteen it was like twenty four to start out. It looked like a fucking American Good Idol night. opening night, right? Yeah. So there were two debate stages the, on back to back nights with So 12 what the Democrats It was like, like a battle of last the past. The Democrats looked the same in twenty sixteen. Yeah. they had like, that many as well. Yeah, oh, almost. Yeah. It wasn't I that mean, high. Yeah. Um, because it was pr- because a lot of people. I, yeah, I like, could have sworn in 20, Hillary. in twenty sixteen they were. I think it was still twelve. Less. Like it was yeah still a over lot. ten. Well, yeah, which is quite yeah. a bit. And I was making fun of Republicans in two thousand twelve because they had like sixteen candidates at that time, and then they upped it by like. Uh, half of that, <laughs> like they're like, fuck it, we'll just add <laughs> add another eight, add another eight. <laughs> What's Mariana Williamson doing? Get her on the phone. Get her on the phone. <laughs> on the phone. Um, Something with Crystal. She's not busy. Yeah. So in January of 2016, uh, Lindsey Graham is not doing well in the polls. He's never made it to the to the main stage, the main night debate where uh, Jeb Bush was for a while, where Ted Cruz was, where Donald Trump was. He was always on that early card. Uh, which is which? While I'm talking about it right now, sucks because like that's the guy you needed on the main stage. Like that is the guy who needed to be talking mm. the, the against guy that Donald is needed Trump. Usually never wins. No, that's well, and the and the reason he probably didn't
7: win is because he was peach, t, uh, preaching a message of unity and middle of the road. Yeah. When he wasn't reading the the pulse of the nation, which was own the libs. And, right. Yeah.
2: I want to own the libs.
4: Yeah. Echo chamber yeah. was the
7: the
2: word, Yeah we are scared of black presidents like that's <laughs> really what it was um so in january of 2016 he is uh doing uh i think it was like a post debate uh conference or whatever um and he, he we have started to narrow down now to where there's uh there's a few um uh, Real, like, Donald Trump's at, like, 20-something percent. Ted Cruz is is up there, too. At the time, I think Ben Carson was probably up there. Um, I forgot about that guy. (laughs) But I I think that that Lindsey Graham saw who the final two were going to be, or thought he did, um, and so he said this in a press conference. The
1: only thing I can say is that the only way we lose this election is to nominate somebody they cannot grow uh, the party's vote among minorities, young women, and the coalitions we need to win. Uh, if you now make Trump and Cruz, I think you get the same outcome. You know, whether this death by being shot or poisoning, does it really matter? I don't think the outcome will be substantially different. Here's my take. Dishonest, which is Hillary Clinton in the eyes of the American people, beats crazy. I think Donald Trump's domestic and foreign policy is gibberish. I think Ted Cruz has a reputation of being ideological to a fault, and that when it comes to problem solving, he will have a very difficult time proving that he is a problem solver. When it comes to the immigration issue, he has doubled down on a line of attack that's hurt us with Hispanics. I think he would be easy prey uh, to – basically stereotype as being too rigid to be president. I think that is no exceptions for rape and incest will be a tough sell with young women. I'm proudly pro-life, but most pro-life people have an exception for rape and incest, he does not. So that entire package of Trump and Cruz, in my view, would make it uh, possible for her, if she's the nominee, or Bernie, to win an election they should lose. And if you take those two off the table, dishonest loses to normal so let's just pick somebody out of the phone book if we have to we can win this
2: election like here's the thing i know that in hindsight it didn't play out that way as it That's what as everybody it was up. thinking though it 100% yeah, oh, he's yeah, not wrong yeah no it's it 100% is exactly everybody like, reasonable had the exact I mean, same that, thought that
7: was the nate silver
2: Line mm-hmm. of thinking. They're well, like, oh, yeah, of course, Dishonest beats Crazy. Yeah. One, that I mean, that's probably why Hillary lost. Because yeah. we, because there were so I mean, many of honestly, us that thought.
7: Honestly, what was the name of Hillary's book? Because it could have been Dishonest Does Not Be Crazy, guys.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, it I told you, the first half I, of this episode is, I is goofy. I need to look that up now. <laughs> so like, I need an aspirin after hearing all this shit I didn't expect to hear from him.
7: and Actually, like... Considering
2: that the last we
7: we 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 did a whole episode on Ted Cruz, right? Our first episode was on Ted Cruz, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're <laughs> so right. That was a that was a you know crazy <laughs> solution. What happened? Was the name of Hillary Clinton's book? What Damn. happened? Colin? dishonest is not better than crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's so. all. No, well, but like I, it was I, insane I, that we got to a point that like. Lindsey Graham is right. Like, Ted Cruz and Trump, it really wasn't a choice. It was the tiger or the tiger.
2: Yeah. You're going to get eaten either way. Well, and, oh, man, I just remember having the same conversation with so many people at the time that, like, like, I remember having conversations with friends who were like, if you give me a choice between, if my two choices are Trump and Cruz, I'm going to have to go with, and then insert the name. Like, because they didn't like the other person that much. Um, I wanted Rubio, which is weird still I, I did too and like now thinking back i would have wanted lindsey Graham. like 2021 oh, yeah. brandon would have like had i been paying attention to the undercard i like i don't think anybody was paying attention to the undercard it's the undercard why would they you? didn't
3: give him any like that's that's on from 5 to 7. Nobody has even finished eating dinner or even left the like, or island in the home, kitchen home to go work. sit down and yeah. watch the fights. It's not happening. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I
7: think, honestly, it's the same thing you encounter with any politician. The people that are really big into the Green New Deal and AOC, give them five years, and let's see what a politician, the concessions they have to make to, to keep their job and to get reelected. Right. Eventually, any politician is going to get to a point where like, you don't like them anymore or you at least think they're suspect. Right. And I think that's just, that's the part of being yeah, a good not, voter and paying really. attention.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's just it, it's just really, really weird. Um, we're, we're almost to the election though. Um, and Lindsey Graham puts out a statement about his intentions.
0: You can now add, get this, South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham to the list of Republicans who will not, repeat not, Back Donald Trump by the, the party's presumptive presidential nominee. Here's the statement ha! just released by Senator long. Graham. Let me read it to you. Uh, it says it he like cannot, in good people. conscience, support Donald He's Trump because tree, uh, I do not believe he is a reliable Republican conservative, nor has he displayed the judgment and temperament to serve as commander in chief. Uh, very strong words from Lindsey Graham.
2: So, I mean, he was, he rode the what? What? He, we, he was probably the leader of the Never Trumpers, probably.
7: Um, but yeah. then became the biggest cheerleader, and that's where the story gets weird. He did, and we we saw a lot of people cross over to bel- like a. Uh, uh, Grudgingly supporting
3: Trump. because he's right. willing to clean the royal penis, whoever that wearer happens <laughs> He's to be. got his
7: tongue, and he's the toilet paper, right? Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. God. I mean, that that is really this, what happened. The, and first you, ha- the first half of this episode has made me so sad for Lindsay because, like, this is a man who had morals and standards. Yeah. And, and apparently be, decided those were not... And help, the only way uh, I feel him. sorry
4: for him
2: is if he actually regrets any of it. One thing that yeah. I... One oh. thing, which I don't feel is likely. One thing that makes me very happy, though, that we have done this episode is that now that we have recorded, historically documented, our <laughs> our reactions to what Lindsey Graham was saying in 2015, no one can ever say, oh, these fucking liberals, like... These liberals hate Republicans. Fuck you. Like, I like Lindsey Graham in 2015. I do. I like what he's been saying. I'm not saying that I would, if I was the the guy, I would do, have the same policies or agree with every one of his if policies. If it was
7: Bernie versus Graham, you still might have gone Bernie. But, hol- but you wouldn't yeah, have but, hated Graham. Yeah, but holy shit. One, don't,
2: one I, thing that I'll admit
3: is that in 2016, I didn't vote for a single Democrat. I voted libertarian on everything that I could. I didn't vote. And for then it was Republican or the independent, the other independent party.
2: I had planned on voting for Rubio. I voted for. I voted for Rubio in the primaries. I think I voted for him in the. Prim- I might have voted for Kasich just because Rubio was on well, the verge of dropping so out. it was the weird thing. I they asked me
3: Republican or Democrat, and I said Republican, and they only gave me one ballot for the primaries. Like I didn't have a choice to vote for.
7: Missouri's yeah, weird, it like, is weird like, Yeah, it is weird.
3: I I I could only vote for Rubio. I couldn't vote for yeah. the Democratic candidate that I like the most, which I think is stupid. Yeah, I think so. too. You should and that's vote not, for, like that your, is
7: not every state. Missouri's weirdly set up like that with the primaries. Like only half the states do it like we do. And I know it's it's not yeah. my my Like if my party's going to
3: lose, I'm going to want to pick who's going to be the winner right. against them.
2: Yeah. Like rank
7: voting where you yeah. like yeah. I, think it'd be nice I highly
2: voting. support rank voting. Mm-hmm. And although it does open up the possibility of like Could you imagine the election fraud scandals that would oh
3: go my on for rank voting? <laughs> yeah. That, oh my uh, We can't even get normal you could vote for one person type elections yeah, yeah. down pat we, we without can't,
7: any sort of There would be so many allegations of, well they changed the people's number two and three, and that's what led to someone getting elected <laughs> like oh yeah. give me a break. The Sharpies, like, like, Sharpie Sharpie like, case. Like the
3: drunk at the horse race track. Like that says they picked the winning trifecta when really you guys, they flip flop
2: their numbers.
7: You right. know how easy it is to turn a two into a three, right? You just add a curvy line.
2: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> or a three stupid. into an eight. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so I'm glad that that we got back to where he, uh, to where he like he is. He does turn into a kiss ass, right? And that kiss assery, uh, as you would imagine, can be found nowhere better than. The start of the Trump presidency. I mean, he literally – like, he really is – the, There's really no – like, it's, whichever,
7: a, it's a one-to-one correlation. Like, it's because of Trump. It's not that McCain got cancer or died because that didn't happen until later. Right. It's because Trump came into power. He saw a wave he could ride, and he, he was like, he's well,
2: he's there a we go. He's a coattail guy. And, like, yeah. for as much as – and for as entertaining as he's been up in, to this point, like – it, it immediately you start to see i don't want to say that immediately he goes all in because he doesn't go all in immediately but the second that the trump presidency starts uh in january of 2017 and the russian invest- investigation starts very quickly after the the trump presidency starts you already start to see the wavering of what had uh, what the bending of the knee begin yeah i mean any principle that you think that he had to this point in the episode we start to see it just flake away
5: senator lindsey graham a senior member of the senate armed services committee senator graham thank you for joining us again this morning you've read that new york times report you've seen the president's tweet this morning saying it is fake news the president the vice president members of his team have consistently denied any contacts with russia during the campaign how do you reconcile that with the new york times
1: well number one we're not going to make a decision based on what a newspaper says but now it's time for congress to up its game i do know this that russia is interfering in the democratic process all over the world they're actually funding some parties that are pro-russian uh, and, and some other democracies they're trying to break the backbone of democracies they did hack into podesta's email they did hack into the dnc they did share that with wikileaks Uh, to interfere in our election, that I believe. Now, here's the question. If there's contacts between the Trump campaign and Russian intelligence officials outside the norm, that's uh, not only big league bad, that's a game changer. And I would change my view as to what Congress should do. If there are contacts between Trump officials and Russian intelligence operatives during the campaign, we need a joint select committee in Congress to get to the bottom of it and also look at uh, Trump's business ties to Russia. He
3: was
2: still pretty reasonable there. He was still pretty reasonable there, but there are a couple of things that I wanted to that I want to point out because they become part of the game that every Republican, not just Lindsey Graham, played later on played, about like, well, no, it's
7: it's normal for a transition team to reach out to those other countries. Those
2: ifs, those ifs are huge and they they will go on to like everything is based on those ifs. If this happened, if that, and I'm not saying that that's wrong, because in normal circumstances, if you find evidence that X did Y, like that's where you go after that person. You, but they start as early on as that. They're politicians. They know that as long as they don't take any definite stance on anything, they can walk this back later. Oh, yeah. And these next couple of clips are really an interesting section of clips in in the show. When I was when I was prepping them, because you just like you see him start to like it's not a full bend of the knee, but like he starts. He He's not Kaepernick yet. He hasn't sworn but, guilty,
7: but he is definitely getting close. Uh, yeah,
2: and, and he gets closer uh, a couple of months later in, uh, I want to say it's like March, it might be April, of 2017 uh, when he is doing a Fox News appearance.
1: I think this strike was a game changer. There's a new sheriff in town. Hope North Korea is watching. Let me tell you this. Uh, Uh, If I were you, I would be real reluctant uh, to take uh, Trump on if I were an adversary of the United States. He's very unpredictable. I think he's subject to using military force when he thinks it's justified. I would not uh, 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 dally at all with Trump. So here's what I think is going to happen. I think Trump's going to get more realistic about Russia. We need to sanction them for what they did in our election. Aiding and abetting a chemical attack. I hope we'll have safe havens for uh, the opposition uh, members of the opposition, so okay. they don't get barrel bombed in the
2: future. So, at this point, I should have set this up this one a little better. Um, it, the attack that he's talking about is Trump's first military strike on Syria, and this is after uh, Russia uh, deployed yeah, ca- launched
3: like twenty something Tomahawk cruise missiles. And it was yes, that weird yeah.
7: moment where all the media stood back and almost applauded him for acting like a president. And we, I remember us critics like, all he did was bomb a play. Like, it Hawaii is why is that presidential? It is
2: interesting the, to me though.
7: That well, because you went after Assad a long time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean considering what he had been doing up until that point, which was just trash talking on Twitter, that seemed like, oh, that's what actually presidents do. They they bomb lead. shit. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, I, I do think though that. Uh, so th- there's a couple of interesting things in that clip. One, he's still anti-Russia. He's still on the Putin is the bad guy, John McCain's still alive. So, like, and John McCain is no friend of Trump's relationship with anything that had to do with Russia, right? Russian oligarchs, yeah. Right. Um, but he also, this is the same guy that a few minutes ago talked about how uh, Trump's Middle Eastern Policy, like he called him the new ISIS or like whatever. Like he basically said that he implied he would make more more terrorists, right? right. He would, yeah. So it's just interesting to me to see that only a few months later he was he was talking
3: about a big troop withdrawal similar to what. Obama had implemented right towards the end of his uh, and kind term. of
7: a, isn't it what Biden's wanting to do? Kind of now, it's like let's bring everyone we've been talking about this forever with well, the forever war, yeah. Right? But
3: because of what happened with Iraq, how ISIS found a stronghold there, um, they just think that that's immediately going to happen again, right? Right, it's not, it's not like now we have significantly more infrastructure in place over there. I'm not saying that it won't happen again. It might. It might very well happen again, especially years after we're gone when there's little or no influence of us left over there. Right.
2: But at the same time, you can't be... It's kind of just the way of the world. Yeah.
3: Especially because we've had our fingers in their business for so long. Right. Like you can, there is no you way can to understand pull out some ill will. Yeah.
7: yeah. Well, there is no way to pull out where you're not gonna create collateral damage. And I'm right? not even you're s- not gonna cause some problems.
2: I'm not even saying that Lindsey Graham is wrong for uh for praising Trump for the strike. I do think the strike was kind of a pussy strike because we shot a fucking airport hangar that had nothing in it after we fucking warned them to make sure there was nothing in it. So, like, you know, whatever. It was really just, like, a show that, like, we will do something, air quotes. Um, or we could do something. We could we do something. Cho- we so chose. And I don't even think that it doesn't fall in line. Like, I don't think it was, that... a, it was a
3: It was a little bit of a diplomatic maneuver to make sure that there were no casualties as to not piss off Putin. Yeah.
2: You know? Right. But... And I don't even think that it's totally inconsistent. I don't think that he can't have it both ways in this instance, where he praises him for the strike on Syri- in Syria, and he also says that, like, look, we shouldn't withdraw, like, whatever his, his stance was a yeah. few minutes ago. It's That's just notable fine. what his stance is right now, he, considering what it well was and will be, well, right? Well, because he also has all of those... All of those it's his
3: slow backpedal into it Trump's the man. Yeah. He's because, not waving the flag yet, but he'll get the foam finger. Right.
2: He also he has yeah he also he has all of these these moments of criticizing him on his lack of knowledge and understanding of anything foreign policy and very early on in the presidency. But then now, also
7: we'll be like <clears throat> like the other countries being like, oh, I wouldn't mess with him. But right. he's
2: unpredictable and he loves the military. So he has uh, some more. You'll remember the the um, was it the Helsinki. Um, was that the, the the peace summit where he with met Putin North North? No, North. that's not what it was. Uh, what was the North Korea in South Korea? Was that Helsinki where they where they met up and shook hands?
7: No. no, no, that was uh Helsinki was, was, was with Putin. With was, Putin, was, was that? Okay. I thought that was in China or somewhere in Asia where they did. Was that. Was it
3: okay? I believe so, but it might have been South Korea.
2: It, it just for a
7: guy I think they met on the DMZ for a guy or something
2: I, like that. I think that's
7: right. Oh yeah, yeah.
2: oh yeah, because that picture of Trump with like the line, the yeah, concrete barrier that separates, just a photo op. Um, but I, not surprisingly, I guess at the time, had I been like very up to, had I been watching Lindsey Graham throughout all of 2015 and 16 the way that i have watched these clips and just like gotten to see the evolution i this would have been shocking to me at the time now in 2021 not shocking at all but another moment of a guy who is who is over and over again criticized trump's stance many stances on foreign policy or lack thereof um and and talking about the the
5: the the North Korean photo app, as I call it. Joining us now for instant reaction is Senator Lindsey Graham, member of the House, um, excuse me, Senate. I always think of <laughs> you as House Impeachment I mean, Manager. Oh, worse. Uh, Senator, <laughs> I Senate, I mean, Services worse Committee. Than Thanks for joining us. First time in the you. Ingram angle. Yeah, Great uh, to see you. Thank you for having me. So uh, you heard a little tidbit yeah. there. Um, what's your reaction?
1: Very important statement that South Korea, uh, Japan, and the United States thought the summit went well and were together behind President Trump. Now, if my Democratic friends would get behind President Trump, we may actually get a peace deal.
5: Some of them have, right? Some more progressive yeah. members of Congress have actually come out. It's kind of shocking. Some of them actually, for the impeachment of Trump, I think, thought, you know, let's give peace a chance, and yet they're... A lot of the real criticism comes from someone like a Chuck Schumer or some of the more never Trump Republicans. Sometimes they throw you in that mix, but I say that's not true, that uh, you and the I, president I, have I, a great relationship. I'm
1: a big fan of President Trump. See he inherited a problem that's been building for 30 years. There's no place for him to kick the can. Twenty years ago they didn't have any nuclear weapons. Now they got a bunch and they got a missile that could hit America. If they marry the two up, then we're in trouble. And President Trump has told me from day one, the first time I met him. I'm not going to let North Korea have a missile that can hit America with a nuclear weapon. That's a non-starter. I'm going to offer them a deal that they can't refuse or shouldn't refuse. The fact that South Korea, Japan, and the United States are talking as one really will help.
2: Um, Compliment to the president. Lindsey Graham knows it's a photo app, right? Like, we knew it was a photo app, right? Yeah. Nobody other than if you came over from the devil's advocate, uh, Mitch, was the only person— that was ever on like this is a good thing. Like, because it was nothing. It, like there there was nothing there. They met up, they shook hands, some cameras were there, and then the policy became don't talk about North Korea. Don't look over there. Yeah. Like hey, and we, well, I can remember, you remember even and, uh, a, a bunch of really shady crap happened after that. Well and I remember not, even
3: not directly on... after, but like in the, in the six months. months or so yeah. to follow that like, not,
7: not to get too canonical with our our past catalog of podcasts, but I remember talking about, on the Devil's Advocate podcast with you, Brandon, about, like, this gives them power. This gives them a seat at the table. Yeah. that, that uh, A U.S. president, they, they're they going to use that with their own people and their right. own propaganda. We gave them something. What did we get in return? And we would, we argued at the time, like, we got nothing. No. Trump just gave this away because he wanted the photo op to be like, I'm the one who met with, and so, you know, North Korea. It,
3: it may have yeah. emboldened him to, like, say that you know he can kind of get away with some more things but um uh, do you remember the video of the civilians trying to flee north korea mm-hmm. and as they were getting close to the dmz they got shot yeah. by the um uh, the the military force yeah, yeah of north korea
2: yeah yeah, it's, that it, that it was
3: about, like, that, um, two to three months after the, that summit. Right. Yeah, and the well, three
7: years since Trump met with fucking the leader, you know, the the South Korean people, nothing changed. Nothing got better for the, you know, for no. either No, it's all business as
3: usual. They just haven't launched a rocket yeah. over the islands of Japan.
7: Right. A lot like Trump clearing out a bunch of protesters so we can go take a weird-ass Bible photo op. It's
2: all, it was for cameras. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And, and so it, it's just, to me, it's really weird to hear Lindsey Graham. You can hear this transition throughout the spring and summer of 2017 where he's like he's not taking he's not he's not calling him names anymore when
4: has
3: there ever been progress with a dictator there's not. Well,
7: there usually is once their statues get pulled down by the people with rope. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but when that, there's an upright, Yeah, but right. that's never, not almost happening. nothing <laughs> to do with, well, I mean, I guess America's funded it a few times. But. Well,
2: and that's what I was going to say. America could learn a couple of things about, like, just our past wi- our past experience with dictators. Yeah. Stop fucking installing them. You're going to want them dead soon. Like, yeah. it doesn't work. Or just quit, quit don't, back e- and don't even try to, to like do any
3: sort of diplomacy yeah. with them because well,
7: quit backing coups like they're Dogecoin. Like you're a fucking <laughs> asshole. <laughs> oh
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Um Yeah, the worst coup Phil was the Bay of Pigs. So <sighs> by two thousand or or by uh by winter, December of uh, 2017 now lindsey graham is pretty much all in with the exception of like mccain is still alive and like so there's some things like he's still but like he's he's walking away trump gave him a seat at the table he gave him a seat Mm -hmm. he gave him a seat at the table um and so here we have a clip of him on cnn with wolf blitzer um in uh in december of 2017 um And uh, and yeah, I would say at this point, he's pretty much all in.
0: Now, this op ed anonymously written in The New York Times, this person writes uh, that uh, there's confirmation that there's people within the the Trump administration, within the president's cabinet uh, who were actually considering going to the 25th Amendment uh, to the Constitution to try to remove this president because they feared
1: he was a threat to U.S. national security. I've never heard that before, this palace intrigue. I don't mean to bust the bubble here, but most people I mean, in South Carolina are not going to take the op <laughs> in the New York Times very seriously. He's dangerous. Uh, Bob Woodward's that. a good journalist. I, I, there's no doubt in my mind that whatever he wrote in that book, he had sources for, but uh, at the end of the day, he's going to be judged by results. President Trump, in my world, where I live, in South Carolina, most people are very pleased with what the president's doing.
0: Because this this individual who wrote this article in the New York Times, uh, clearly is the New York Times, you believe the New York Times would not have published it if they had not confirmed uh, 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 it was a
1: senior Trump administration official. I'm sure that could be one of a bunch of people. All I can say is I've never heard this before. I'm going to judge the president by the results. And I like what he's doing with judges, what he's doing with the military, what he did with taxes. And that will matter in my world. In my world, when the New York Times speak, most of us don't listen.
2: I should. So there's a lot of funniness to me like he's still got I, the humor I love but now he's an asshole he, here's the thing that I love like I believe that in your world in fucking rural South Carolina you don't read the fucking New York Times I agree like we both couldn't I think that be also more probably, on the same page that
7: probably <laughs> accounts for a lot of the problems that <laughs> yeah. the, the residents of North South Carolina or South Carolina
2: I, I should have fucking labeled that clip just for myself as my world um, because he said it so damn much uh but he so still man he's it's just such a weird like you see the walk that he's making like and and the excuses that he's willing to set up now it's becoming a thing where uh well i've never heard these things before so therefore in parentheses, therefore, they're probably not true. Because I would have heard him before the New I York were, Times. Yeah. Or, um, yeah. He's playing this word game where he's being very careful about how he dresses any allegations or accusations against the administration. Yeah, he's playing the political power scheme. Yeah, he is. Uh, he knows that, like, I got to keep my, my friends and my enemies at these distances. Um, and, uh, you know, so he... So, just by the, by the following summer um there Trump puts out I don't know if it was a tweet or if it was at one of his rallies cuz Trump never fucking stopped campaigning yeah through through the entire for all the like, good it did dude he. i mean dude yeah right uh dude was doing rallies he did a rally forever. a month after he got elected yeah. yeah um and at one of them you remember the uh, the squad right that's uh Ilan Omar uh, the four women AOC AOC Yeah I can't remember all of them Um, Off the top of my yeah, head Yeah is that
7: the one where he said That he wished they would go back To the, where they're from Yes And w- they're all from here Yes Yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah she's like I'm from fucking Minneapolis dude Yeah <laughs> um, So like AOC's
7: from New York Where he's from
2: <laughs> Literally what, But uneducated people Are like Minneapolis Well, How fucking far Past the border is that Is that like... one of those things Like there's a
7: Georgia In Russia You know like <laughs> Yeah
2: Uh, that's how that's how the arc got here. You'll have you'll have to catch up on previous episodes. Yeah, they were like (laughs) Minneapolis, Saudi Arabia. Yeah. (laughs) Um. So, uh, Lindsey Graham is asked about uh being uh, about that comment about him telling Ilan Omar and the squad to go back to where they came from. Um. And what a fucking interesting take, Lindsey. Isn't it racist though to say
5: send her back?
1: No, I don't think it's racist to say, was it racist to say, love it or leave it? I don't think a Somali refugee embracing Trump would not have been asked to go back. If you're a racist, you want everybody from Somali to go back because they're black or they're Muslim. That's not what this is about to me. What this is about to me is that these four congressmen, in their own way, have been incredibly provocative.
5: It's been a racist trope for... The two of if the you think he's a racist,
7: that's
3: to up to you. I don't. You know, but it's been a racist trope for some time to say go back to your country, even though you're a unit, even if you're an American. I think that, I that, think I
7: think
1: he said go back and come back and tell us how to do it.
5: But they were saying send her back.
1: My point of view is I'm not saying send her back. I'm saying as to President Trump, the bottom line is. That if you embrace his policies, it doesn't matter where you come from, he probably likes you. That
2: is oh, not a defense. No, it's not that's a
7: so defense. Weird. It's like, some serious
3: hey, mental gymnastics.
7: That's also yeah. very telling of where he's at. He's like, hey, look, I bent I got on my knees
2: and I looked his boots clean and he allows me to stay. You're all your fucking defense of someone, anyone, I don't care if you're talking about the president, I don't care if it's like if Jim is questioning me about some shit that you said, uh, Frank, if my defense I knew you talked about me behind my back. <laughs> if my defense is well, that's not what I'm saying. what I'm saying is that's not fucking a thing. I'm not asking you what your fucking opinion is you and, and to your point that's a like, direct quote in like
3: with contextual yeah. backdrop. yeah, he, I love that his had a rally is, of people chanting
7: send her back and he says, well, go home. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I also love that Lindsey's defense is like, "Well, look, if you like his politics, he's not going to tell you to go home." So that's not racist. Yeah, because like, you, he you kiss his racist, ass, he wants everyone to go home. It's yeah, like, no, it's it's racist that when he thinks that you're not on his side, the thing he reaches for is your ethnicity. Yeah, and where your parents are from.
2: One hundred. That's what makes him racist. Well, we're not done with racism uh, yet. There is another surprise. There's another story that comes up. Um, yeah, I think, I think it's only a month later. Um, you'll remember that, uh, lynching was in
5: the news for a while. And we're back with our politics lead today. As a key witness testifies in the House impeachment inquiry, President Trump is lashing out, comparing how he's being treated in the investigation to a, quote, lynching. Democratic presidential candidate Bernie Sanders tweeting, quote, No, Mr. Trump, lynching was a campaign of racial terror by white supremacists who murdered thousands of African-American men, women, and children. If you were nervous about an impeachment process, then you should not have violated the Constitution, unquote. As CNN's Caitlin Collins reports for us now, while the condemnation from Democrats was swift, many Republicans are publicly backing the president's term lynching. You have any idea who Very there
7: poor w- choice of words.
2: Yeah. I you, wonder who that so?
4: uh, backer is.
2: Well, I mean, I'll give you a clue. The episode is about him. <laughs>
4: the president <laughs> tweeted on lynching though. this
6: morning, comparing it to his impeachment... What is your reaction to that? I think
1: that's pretty well accurate. This is a sham. This is a joke. I'm going to let the whole world know that if we were doing this to a Democratic president, he would be all over me right now. Not one person has asked me a question. What do you think about the fact that President Trump doesn't know who his accuser is? It shows a lot of things about our national media. When it's about Trump, who cares about the process as long as you get it? So, yeah, this is a lynching in every sense. This is un-American.
2: So, first of all,
7: well, we're royal, experts and not Americans, so I think we can uh, royalties, motherfucker. <laughs> um,
2: but what a weird thing to like be like, you know what? I got it. My defense when they ask me about this later this morning is gonna be, yes, it is a lynching. Like, you just made it your fucking statement, dude. Man. Like, what a dumb way, but but at this point, the GOP. Has sold their soul. Like we're now. Well, this is a
7: South Carolina senator. I don't know that he's going to get much blowback from his right. fucking. I mean, the majority of the white people who vote for
2: him. At, at this point, we're past the fucking. We're past the uh, Mueller report. We're past the entirety of the Russian investigation. We're still debating it. But right after the the Russian investigation, we start the Ukraine story, and the Ukraine story turns into an impeachment. And uh, and and that's where that's where Donald Trump is talking about lynching. And I just like I just think it's such a weird play from Lindsey Graham to just be like, yeah. Yeah, he's right. It is. If this was a Democratic president, this was a Democratic president. You guys freaked out when the Democratic president wore a fucking suit that you didn't like.
7: Yeah, like wasn't he the one just a couple clips ago? I mean, you know, years ago in 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 context,
3: right? Wasn't
7: changed the back when Obama changed the backdrop,
3: the uh, yellow rug. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. It's just a yellow curtain. They're like it's an Islamic prayer rug. You're fucking
4: no, you racist. You're racist (laughs) in the showing so hard.
2: But
7: this is the same Lindsay that just a couple clips ago was saying that, like, the Russians did target the Democrats. You know, like, yeah. they targeted one political group because they they don't want, like, it almost essentially admitting that, like, yeah, they're more fearful of the Democrats than they are of our party.
2: So yeah. they go after them. Right. But now he,
7: like... It, yeah, but it is a
2: hard turn. It, it, it's a super hard turn. Um, what what's stupider than to me than the the lynching? This actually might be one of the stupidest things that I've ever heard him say. Now, I also don't have all of the clips in mind like that I'm about to play, so I could I could back off of this in in the next few minutes. I mean, there there should have been no surprise on it. Like, if you're a
3: very unlikable person in politics. And you have some th- some shady things that have occurred in-, in recent history. People are going to launch investigations, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Especially when you're talking. What did what was Comey's? Cuomo's? Uh, Cuomo's? Uh, no, uh, when or Comey? Comey? Yeah, Comey. when Comey okay. got fired. Before yeah. Comey got fired, he was asked for. Um, uh, what was it? Patriotic loyalty, or is that how it was said? Trump. I need. Trump said, "I need people who are loyal to me." Yeah, yeah. But he. But there was a way that he like termed it. It was like patriotic loyalty, or some bullshit, non-real, fucking yeah. term.
3: Patriotism is loyalty to the country,
2: not to any one person. Right. Um. Yeah, don't tell the GOP over the in the current era. Oh, I know that. Um, something that's stupider than his defensive lynching, though, is you know we've talked that now we're at this point where the Ukraine uh, phone calls um, are being looked at. The transcript is out. We're getting into an impeachment now, the first impeachment of Donald Trump, and the defense that Lindsey Graham has for what happened on the Ukraine phone call makes no fucking sense to me. This is
1: a political vendetta. Mueller, to me, was the final authority on everything Trump. I've read the transcript for myself. I made up my own mind. Volker, the special envoy, said there was no quid pro quo. Sunderland has changed his testimony to say he presumes there was. What I can tell you about the Trump policy toward the Ukraine, it was incoherent. It depends on who you talk to. They seem to be incapable of forming a quid pro quo.
7: So hang on. Is his entire defense that like, look, we all know Trump is too stupid to yeah. actually like ask for anything in return. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's that's the argument.
7: Jesus, I feel like that was the defense for Bush quite a bit.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Like he's too stupid to know he's doing evil. But at least with Bush, they like they still coined a bad guy. They were like, "Ooh, it's that Donald Rumsfeld. Ooh, it's that Dick Cheney. Like right. those are the bad guys." Like with this, they're just like, ah, whatever. Although there fuck were a, it. Weren't
7: there a lot of people behind like behind the scenes that were like of. Av- uh, av- Ivanka's really running things. Melania's really running things. The, fucking the VP is really running no, things. No,
2: like, the only person that believed that fucking uh Melania was running things was like fucking uh Roger Stone or whoever the fuck uh has a crush on her that's on the Alex Jones show. Oh, uh I can't, uh, I, can't I don't remember his name can't, either. Can't They're remember. one of the old fucks. Um but yeah, like I don't know no, I for me there was never a doubt in my mind that anyone was running it other than Trump because everything that was happening for the last four years was just too stupid to be run by anyone else, and I Had love that he can't been even pulling the strings We would have, I would have felt much safer. I the love the that listening <laughs> that, that is such a
7: telling defense after four years of Trump where he's like. Look, we all know he's too stupid to actually have a 3D chess game plan. Like, he's just flying by the seat of his pants and lashing out at people that he thinks are his enemies. Right.
2: That, oh, what a what a fucking yeah. ridiculous, uh, 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 just a ridiculous his, argument. His
7: argument is essentially that he's just too stubborn and stupid to know better, and we just have to accept it because people voted for him.
2: Negligence and f- is a fucking thing. Like not uh, you get that's you just, don't, that's not a that is not a, a ignorance uh, of the fucking law is not a defense. We've all worked most of our lives that is
7: not an excuse you can tell your boss that will ever get you off the hook for I why you, something went wrong. It's like, well, you know I'm too stupid to fucking figure it out, boss. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Come you on like,
3: this, this defense didn't work for
2: Roseanne either. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. It was the ambient <laughs> it I made me racist. I didn't know she was black. That is literally the only thing that Trump and the Republicans that support Trump haven't tried to pull in this era of whatever the fucking GQP is is that like well, really? Come on, guys. It's our fault. Like as a country, it's our fault because we voted for him, right. so we allowed this to happen. So shame on us. While
4: true, <laughs> you, Democrats you have to hold have the actual out, person you know. accountable. Yeah,
2: no shit. <laughs> um. So uh, So I, uh, Lindsey Graham is a to uh, is a coattail rider. That is what he does. Um. So so I'm going to jump forward now, to uh 2020. Um, so we're in election year, uh, not quite, uh, we're not into the fall yet. Um, but if you'll remember, don there was a, there was a pretty fucking ridiculously incendiary, um, comment that was leaked from Trump's, uh, trip to one of his trips to, uh, France with Macron, there was like oh when he
7: was talking about the the soldiers the who dead died soldiers. In, on on D Day. So
2: I'm gonna let uh, the 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 news here, the news clip will will tell us what happened. Um, but I just for for me, <sighs> Lindsey Graham, with all of his service, like all of his his service years, and like what, just 33 agent, years in the Navy. Yeah, just yeah. his stance on military in general. Um, for when I, for when you would think a rational person would think that when this story broke, Lindsey Graham would have to have a certain reaction to it.
6: I want to ask you about something that I know is deeply personal to you. It reports that President Trump called American troops killed overseas, quote, losers and suckers. Mm-hmm. In 2015, you tweeted that the president had a lack of respect for those who serve and called it a disqualifying characteristic to be president. There are also reports that Mr. Trump called the late Senator John McCain a loser following his death in 2018. We know how closely your friendship Mm -hmm. with John McCain uh, was beyond just politics, but actually a truly genuine friendship. Um, You discussed some of the president's comments about McCain during an interview with our John Dickerson in August of 2018. I want to play that for our viewers real quick.
1: I am going to do everything I can to help President Trump, and when he's wrong, I will say so. It bothers me greatly when the president says things about John McCain. It pisses me off to no end, and I let the president know it. The way he's handled uh, the, the passing of John is just... was disturbing. We finally got it right. I am not going to give up on the idea of working with this president. The best way I can honor John McCain is help my country.
8: What could the president learn from John McCain?
1: What I would tell the president, you've got a lot of people you think are treating you unfairly. Fight back. But you're going to have to be a big man in a big office. John McCain was a big man, worthy of a big country, Mr. President. You need to be the big man that the presidency requires.
2: It's interesting to hear, before I let this go on because the exchange is not over, it's interesting to hear Lindsey Graham faced with former Lindsey Graham that I liked, yeah. right? Yeah. Like it Because like, this because is the, we've been doing it all night. This is that moment like, in Looper where you meet yourself in the diner like, and you're like, holy <laughs> shit, your face is backwards. Yeah. Um, that's actually a pretty decent analogy. <laughs> uh, I, I also think it's wild, too, that
7: like, um, for him, it, it takes me back to a time that wasn't that long ago, but I've already almost forgotten that we lived in it, that you had to address the president through cable news right because you knew it would get played on fox if you weren't on fox you just hope they replayed it but you had to be like when you talked about the president you had to look at the camera and be like mr president you should
2: do this right because you knew he was always fucking watching tv right because he was always tweeting about tv right um yeah it is it's it, it it's interesting to hear him faced with his own clip do you have before i play his response do you have any idea how he because he's all in now We've established He's got to worm his way in. out of this, right? Yeah, it, it's 2020. Like, we know that he is 100% in. He's already defended the racism. He's already made it. He's already – his defenses have already turned into uh, – fuck what he said. This is what I believe, so that means he right. probably believes it too – Uh you have any idea what he, he, path he might take?
7: He's not—so we're talking about the losers and suckers. What? What is—how is he going to defend Trump calling people who died for this country losers and suckers, Well, right?
2: and she— f- She framed it in the context
7: of Of your
2: best friend who's fucking John McCain. I don't think that
7: his past strategy is going to work this time. Because I know he's he's evolving in every clip. Uh, I don't know this clip, but I know he's not going to do that. Look, look, sometimes Trump says things that pisses me off and I let him know. Right. He's going to defend it in a more like that's not what Trump said or fake news way is how I would think.
6: Senator, how angry were you when you read these most recent reports? And what do you think about the president's denials?
1: okay number one let's break that down in terms of what he said about john mccain um, i don't like it you know john was a hero by any measure stretch and he got a funeral that he deserved and the president i appreciate him doing that you know john mccain's send-off was worthy of a great american and to the president thank you for doing that Uh, he and the president did not agree i mean john mccain was no wallflower so you know, John took a lot of shots at Trump, and Trump hit back. And I think the bottom line here is that uh, John McCain served his country in an extraordinary fashion. President Trump won. I lost. I want him to be successful. I can say this about the president: uh, he called me the night, I think it was the night of um, when he was in France, that he couldn't go to the cemetery uh, because. They'd have to drive and it would throw the whole traffic patterns and chaos. And I said, are you gonna go to another cemetery? He said, yeah, I'm going tomorrow. This came out two months before an election. I've been critical of the president at times, but I want him to be successful. I think he's done a good job as commander in chief. And I want the anonymous person to come forward because I don't buy this. I don't buy that the president has
8: disparaged or dead. I just don't believe that.
6: So do you think that the president has lived up to your advice to be the big man that the presidency requires?
1: I think he's been attacked unlike anybody that I can remember in the office. We can all do better, but let's look at this from a 30,000 viewpoint. Uh, The military is stronger today than it's been since Ronald Reagan. Uh, The UAE and Israel are doing a peace treaty, the first new one with the Arab country in Israel in 26 years. Mexico is helping us secure our border unlike any time I can remember.
2: So it's like an ignore and deflect yeah. kind of strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, y- first of all, I, there are so many points that I take issue with in just that little exchange. The send-off that an American hero deserved. Trump was reluctant and fucking well, also, douchey as fuck about the handling you of know the what? McCain funeral. Any
7: other senator who had been a POW... For years and who had insisted that other people go home instead of him because he was he happened to be a fucking uh a general son or whatever like every other president would have attended that guy's funeral
2: well and
4: i think
7: that's the send-off he deserves now to be, is that the
2: sitting president would have showed up i agree with you i i if i remember correctly and i don't have i don't have it in front of me but if i remember correctly because of their volatile relationship he was uninvited by the McCain family. Yeah. Right. But also, for a good reason. Yeah. But to your point, for any other POW, you're the, not a yeah. dickhead to that guy well, to the also, point where you don't get invited when, uh, to his funeral that you had, reluctantly pay for. When
7: people said that he, like, we knew McCain was going to die. He had had uh, brain surgery not shortly before right. he died. He was in bad shape for He was in bad shape. Months. And then I think yeah. they even announced that he was not long for this world. And didn't Trump say something shitty? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. So like of course he's gonna uninvite you. That's the final FU you're gonna get. That's yeah. the, the the thumbs down, the last time he's gonna get to do that to you. I
2: just think so so that whole point to me when, when he said it, I was just like, dude, do you remember the McCain shit? Like that did not go down well. That was not yeah. the send off that he deserved by any means. Like as a guy who didn't fucking who voted against him, that's just yeah, that's like, just his
3: deflection. So that way he can stay in <laughs> Trump's good graces. Yeah,
2: he did deflect. and He did the thing I said, which
7: was just like I don't even believe this is true. Big yeah. news. Yeah. The,
2: the other thing that w- that st- stuck that stuck out to me in that is what does Trump have on Lindsey Graham, where Lindsey Graham was like Trump called me that night. Right. I don't believe that for a fucking are, second. And like, I don't know I don't, if you guys He's
7: would, got a picture of him wearing a tutu.
2: Or I read like so that. many
7: <laughs> I read so many articles over the four years of Trump's presidency of people asking that exact question of like, is there black ma- male material? Yeah. What makes sense with how radical a shift? Yeah. And I didn't got quite get it at the time because I didn't remember Lindsey Graham as well. I didn't pay as much attention to right. him uh, post or pre-Trump as I did other Senators. He's always been a very quiet spoken. He was always attached to McCain. Right. So I, he was kinda of flew under my radar for a long time. But like it is shocking to hear the clips back to back to back to be like, Oh, there was a radical shift. Like oh, yeah. he got suddenly hit in the head and just like, Yeah, he's never been never been the same. He's since never then. been the
2: same. Ever since Trump tweeted his fucking phone number. Like he never right. yeah. he's never been the fucking same. <laughs> he tweeted uh, Lindsey Graham's phone yeah, number. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I cut that clip from it, but oh. there, but I had pulled that originally. That's why. Because he'll uh, do something like that again. Yeah. That, that's
3: why Lindsay just plays ball.
2: <laughs> Lindsay, Lindsay had to change his phone number and shit. Like, that was during <laughs> the the primaries. Uh, he's like, man, if I do it again, he's going to give my address out. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, just just really weird. Okay, so we're going to jump forward now. We were a couple of months before the the election. Now we're going to go up to just after the election. Um, we all remember, we've documented it several times already, how, how the election played out. Um, any ideas where uh, Lindsey Graham went after the election? What was his argument? What was his stance?
7: I think he went with it was the it was a stolen election. Oh, you?
2: I think that you might be right. That was kind of the consensus among the those GQ guys. Didn't, he didn't he go was, with it so much as he
7: saw everyone else going with it and he's like, "Oh, that's what I believe is now." Is that the he, way the wind he, is
2: blowing? He started
3: buying the torches for the the witch hunt party for right. uh, uh Dominion.
2: So now we so yes, we get to after the election and we are on the frontier the, You're correct. We're we're on the voter fraud uh bandwagon um and so we'll we'll get a little bit of this lindsey graham who is very very different from the guy who's all we should check the trump administration or trump organization for ties to russia like this is not that
1: guy democracy depends upon fair elections president trump's team is going to have a chance to make a case regarding uh voting irregularities they deserve a chance to make that case. I'm gonna stand with President Trump. If a Democrat were doing this, it'd be cheered on. We're not gonna let the media intimidate us into exploring whether or not this, these contests were fairly had. Plus, what I believe is that when Stacey Abrams challenged the Georgia results, uh, the liberal media in this country praised her for standing up for democracy, that when a Republican Challenges a contest. We're accused of a undercutting democracy.
2: Here's the difference between the the stacy I'm so real glad real evidence that, versus fake evidence. Yeah, I'm so glad that he did it. That he invoked her name because the, the there's a difference between making shit up from the start. Like, dude, we were talking forever about like for months, a year before the election. That like, oh well, we see the game they're playing they're they're setting up that there's going to be voter fraud. Yeah, every so rally that, Trump the, had, right, right.
3: he said over and over again, they're going to steal it from us. The only us. way yeah. that we lose this
2: is if they steal they it. They tried to shut down the fucking post office. Like they, yeah. you know, like they did all of these things so we we knew where it was going. Two weeks going.
3: before the election, railroads the post office into the, the, basically the, bankruptcy.
2: The difference between the 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 Trump big lie example and Stacey Abrams is Stacey Abrams there there's actually evidence of fucking voter suppression laws that have gone into place to yeah. stop people not from only fucking voting. like
7: new laws a long history of those laws dating back to Jim Crow and right. before yes that like they have discouraged minorities so it's to, an old tactic that the people have seen through forever so to use
2: that as your example of the well Stacey Abrams did it yeah because you racist try to keep black people from fucking voting. That's the difference. Yeah, they're
7: intimidation tactics. That like, yeah, it's not, it's not at all comparable to what Trump's bitching about.
2: Like, there's every single time that the that they did a recount for the 2020 election, Biden got more fucking votes. Like every time, Biden got more fucking votes. Like, it's not. Well, there was a
3: couple instances where they found a couple thousand votes, but it was nothing that was ever going to actually sway the election. No, but they weren't Trump
2: votes either. They were fucking like the proportion was still the same. Like Biden was still way ahead with all of the votes that were found or that were counted late or like whatever. Like there weren't instances of voter fraud in the there.
7: In most cases, Trump's uh, legal team spent money, right. and ended up getting Biden more votes.
2: I remember that; like. it, it's just ridiculous. But you do know who loves Lindsey Graham and who will let who will help him. Um, I mean, they they help each other. Like whether Lindsey Graham wants to go on the oh the the election was stolen uh, line, or whether he wants to go on his buddy's show and. Um, and and spit the same lie they they're both playing the same game uh they just they and sometimes they team up on a platform and that brings us to my so far favorite character uh, that we've had on the show. And when I say favorite, I obviously mean least fucking favorite. Incredibly <laughs> low bar. Yeah.
8: Good reaction. Senator Lindsey Graham won by a big margin. By the way, the polls were off in your race by uh, about 15 points as well. Not a single poll predicted uh, Susan yeah. Collins would win, and she won yeah. by seven.
1: Yeah, mainstream media polling is designed to suppress Republican votes. I won by 11. Susan won by seven or eight. Mitch won by 21. It's a game they play with their polling to to depress the Republican vote. But I'm here tonight to stand with President Trump. He stood with me. He's the reason we're going to have a Senate majority. My my race was overwhelming. He helped Senate Republicans. We're going to pick up House seats because of the campaign that uh, President Trump won. I'm going to donate $500,000 tonight uh, to President Trump's defense legal fund. I've been on your show. Ooh. You raised a ton of money for me. <laughs> That's your because I want you, not because he helpful. has to something on Instagram. me. It makes com. <laughs> Give to DonaldJTrump.com so we'll have the resources, to fight, the allegations of wrongdoing, are, are earth-shattering. It makes the Carter warrant page application, Carter warrant, uh, Carter page warrant application, look on the up and up. I mean, you know what he's so, about. Uh, Senate Republicans are going to be briefed by the Trump campaign Saturday, and every Senate Republican and House Republican needs to get on television and tell this story.
2: What are you talking about? I believe with the uh, the Carter, he, what he he misspoke. He meant Carter Page,
4: yeah.
2: who was he carter page warrant is what he meant when uh the carter page was a uh, like a advisor within the trump organization and he was accused of uh ties to the russian investigation and it later turned out that like there was not really anything there um that that they could do anything with apparently i don't know i don't remember the whole Mueller report it's sitting yeah. over there if anybody wants to look through it not the audience the, th- the two of you <laughs> pause. Um, we'll get to hit pause yeah uh, but first of all something that I especially I kept this one in but there were so many fucking times that I pulled a clip of or that I didn't use a clip of uh, Lindsey Graham on Sean Hannity's show because every time he goes on Sean Hannity's show he fucking pimps somebody's website to donate to Every fucking time. (laughs) Like, that is his whole thing. And I'm just like, dude, you you guys are just fucking grifters, man. And at
7: the end of the day, he's just doing it to what are mostly demographically old people. Is he that much different than a Nigerian prince (laughs) at at this point? Right, no.
2: Um, Except... That he, I think that he probably affects more people because there are people. I think his grift is way more affected than the Nigerian
7: Prince (laughs) scam, but, you know, they have the same end goal of milking old people out of retirement. His English is a lot better. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, You know, know, we're like, oh, some old people don't use email. They all watch Fox, man. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Um,
2: Yeah, I don't know. I just, for. When he says that the allegations are earth-shattering, all I hear is, like, release the Kraken! (laughs) Like, that your allegations are just that. They're just you saying some shit. Like, anybody can make fucking allegations. Anybody can. And, like, and that's what Republicans were saying to liberals during the Ukraine investigation, during the Russian investigation. The difference is... Those 458 pages right there, uh, there is shit there. Like, the the voter fraud shit is just Reddit allegations. It's just crackpot.
4: yeah. Or the Parsons.
7: Giuliani bringing that blonde woman on who, even when he tried to quiet her, shushed him, being like, no, I will talk about the what I yeah. saw. And it turned out she was a temp for one day just at a fucking, fucking voting. Oh, that pop, crazy woman. Yeah, <laughs> crackpot
4: I, I lawyers that. and,
7: yeah. Ugh, just just ridiculous. It was people who if they like and some of them probably legitimately thought they had witnessed something, but it was because they weren't understanding what they were seeing. Right. Because they weren't in the know and they had no you know. Because they're not educated
3: fucking people. That yeah. was one that was one heck of a Karen though that you mentioned. Oh yeah. holy shit. Was she, was she
2: on Racist ant She's actually, she I AM-man? don't know, I, I don't possibly. remember her, her
7: name, but she's actually announced she's running for some seat. Oh, oh boy. Local oh, good. Seat. Yeah, so we, she, she might be, win. She, she may become win. a future episode topic like uh, old and uh, Green. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Jesus, she goes from the minors to
2: the pros. It's apparently a real easy barrier to climb these days. That's the thing that sucks about the era that we're in too. If she is running, she probably like I'm not saying she probably will win, but she definitely could win if we have people like Lauren Boebert and Marjorie Taylor Green and Matt Gaetz in fucking Congress. Like, there's no reason that she couldn't win. America's stupid. (laughs) Like, let me bring us now to. the insurrection happens the the, we we've moved past all of the the recounts and all of the lawsuits have been thrown out the supreme court said fuck off uh now we are at the the january 6th we it is the, the first of all his uh prediction of the senate has now been crushed yeah because, now that we had the Jordan runoff right and, and uh so the following off and whoever right so the following day obviously we have the um the certification vote we understand what happened we've talked about it several times with the with the riots at the capitol on when i think it's important to play this clip because there because there is an opportunity lindsey graham had an opportunity in early this year in 2021 to go back to he had an opportunity to break if trump had anything on him if he was just kissing ass just to ride the coattails he had an opportunity to break with him at the capitol riots and it seemed when they came back in from the madness of that day to finish the vote in the house and senate chambers that night that there was a possibility that he was going to make that break, and you can hear it in his voice with this clip that he that he is struggling internally with how do I play this? Because, I remember watching this live that night as yeah. it
7: unfolded. And This I, is the moment where I was like, I don't know what to make of what he, what is, must be going through his
2: fucking mind, right? Because it's because it does seem it, it does seem it's very impassioned. It does seem legit. Um, but I think it's very important to document this opportunity that he had uh, the, the, to, to, to fucking break away and go be the Lindsey Graham that we didn't hate at the start of this episode. So it's not going to do any good.
1: It's going to delay. And it gives credibility to a dark chapter of our history. That's why I'm not with you. But I will fight to my death for you You're able to object. You're not doing anything wrong. Other people have objected. I just think it's a uniquely bad idea to delay this election. Uh, Trump and I, we've had a hell of a journey. I hate it being this way. Oh, my God, I hate it. From my point of view, he's been a consequential president. But today, first thing you'll see, all I can say is uh, count me out. Enough is enough. I've tried to be helpful. But when this Wisconsin Supreme Court ruled 4-3, to that they didn't violate the Supreme, uh, the Constitution of Wisconsin. I agree with the three, but I accept the four. If Al Gore can accept five, four, he's not president, I can accept Wisconsin four to three. Pennsylvania, it went to the Second Circuit. So much for all the judges being in Trump's pocket. They said, no, you're wrong. I accept the Pennsylvania Second Circuit that Trump's lawsuit wasn't, wasn't right. Georgia, they said the Secretary of State took the law in his own hands. He changed the election laws unlawfully. A federal judge said, no, I accept the federal judge, even though I don't agree with it. Fraud. They said there's 66,000 people in Georgia under 18 voted. How many people believe that? I asked, give me 10. And I had one. They said 8,000 felons in prison in Arizona voted. Give me 10. I hadn't gotten one. Does that say there's, there's problems in every election? I don't buy this. Enough's enough. we got to end it. Vice President Pence, what they're asking you to do, you won't do because you can't. You talk about interesting times. I associate myself with Rand Paul. How many times will you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> the mob has done something nobody else could do to get me and Rand to agree. Rand is right. If you're a conservative, this is the most offensive concept in the world that a single person could disenfranchise 155 million people. The president of the Senate shall, in the presence of the Senate and the House of Representatives, open all certificates and the votes shall then be counted. The person having the greatest number of votes for president shall be president. Where in there does it say Mike can say, I don't like the results? I want to send them back to the states. I believe there was fraud. To the conservatives who believe in the Constitution, now's your chance to stand up and be counted. Originalism, count me in. It means what it says. So Mike, Mr. Vice President, just hang in there. They, they said we can count on Mike. All of us can count on the Vice President. You're gonna do the right
2: thing. You're gonna do the constitutional thing. Does that bring you the fuck back to that moment?
7: Yeah, like, bit, watching yeah. that live at what must have been 11 at night, 10.30 or something, yeah. whatever it was.
2: Yeah, that... Pure exasperation. Um, It's crazy how much...
7: That is a moment. You're right, though. That is a moment. He's on a precipice of, like, he is so close because he's saying so many things. He's, he's being so honest when he says, like, look... I was on their side. I asked them for fucking ten names that I could go out there, and and I would be the cheerleader. I would, you know, and they don't give me anything. They don't have anything is what he's saying. Right. It's like they're making this shit up is what he's trying to soft shoe in there. Yeah. Yeah. And just like,
2: oh, God. And
3: and then to do something, to have Mike Pence do something unconstitutional based on lies would just be completely asinine. That whole speech,
2: though,
7: what he's doing is he's essentially trying to calm down Trump supporters. He's not talking to Democrats. Right. He's talking to, the, like, he's trying to say, like, Pence, do what you got to do, but he's also talking to people that have supported him, But and he is sicked on other people with fake news. Yeah. And now it's coming back to bite him in the ass. So I don't yeah. feel
2: particularly sorry. No. Even no. though he always sounds like he's going to cry, no. and more so at this point. Well, and but part like, of me- He put himself I think that's just a shtick. That, part of, yeah. Well, part of me wonders, like, okay, because, like, that day was, like, I remember man- that day, just every time I listen to one of these clips, no matter how many times we cover somebody that was active during the insurrection and we get back to one of these clips that, that happened on that day, it fucking, it, like, that was Picks traumatizing for me. It's a national what, PTSD. It is. Yeah. It, watching that shit, watching fucking World
3: that, War Z happen that, at the Capitol. That day made me feel like we were no different than Venezuela.
7: No. Not at all. People ended up dying. We were watching crowds. Like, we were watching people uh, get beat to death on live TV. An extremely misled
3: Air Force veteran lost her life because she believed all that crap. Yeah. Um, Rudy Giuliani flat out told her to give him trial by combat, and she went in there and tried to do such. And
7: Trump was at a a rally before being like, go down this street, you'll find it. Yeah. Yeah. Hang my like I I do believe that some psychiatrist is gonna write a book not too far from now about like how this just like nine eleven this scarred the nation like everyone's gonna have that yeah anybody who paid attention and watched it is gonna be like yeah do you remember where you
2: were but, <laughs> honestly this probably this probably fucked me up worse than nine eleven. Um, because I, I was, was old because, enough to understand the yeah. consequences of this. Because I was so yeah. young. Well, that like, that was
3: a foreign power attacking us. It was right. a little well, I easier think also, to grasp.
2: Yeah, this was us. I like, would have been yeah. like twelve or thirteen. Us eating ourselves. Yeah.
7: How old were we? Twelve or thirteen when nine like eleven happened? The, the uh, yeah yeah. So like grade? I was I was just young enough. I didn't truly really understand how unique that was or how like yeah. once in a lifetime
3: like it was. Y- for me, I was. Just like worried about the fabric of America unraveling, and like, yeah. how am I going to raise my son in
7: the wild this west world? Yeah, yeah. You just think like, oh, America goes to war; we have enemies. Right. Like, oh,
2: they attack. You know, but like, watching this was like, if America goes to war, it's going to war with itself. Right. And and I have said to both of you over the last several years, what, like, just because of the tension boiling and boiling between the left and the right. What do you, what do we think that in two thousand nine Syrians were saying like in their homes before or, the civil war like the air yeah air you know, spring or all, anything all like, of a sudden that shit happened and now Syria is where it's at like it doesn't take a, it doesn't have to take a lot to, what's to make that, that shit happen and yeah. just boil over and then
7: I feel like we we we're, we're the first generation that grew up watching other countries civil unrest unfold through social media you can go through Twitter and you can right. see like. People uh, posting video of you know that's how I get a lot of like how a lot of stories break nowadays yeah. is that c- citizen journalists are reporting shit. Right. It's weird to see like watching January sixth. It's like oh shit, that's us. That's I usually yeah. see this detached. You know. Well, in
2: hearing through Facebook hearing or Twitter, our media people like hearing Anderson Cooper, hearing Sean Hannity, hearing our people talk about shit in the sit in front, like talk about the shit that's going on at the buildings that they stand in front of. Every fucking day, yeah. like, and you can hear it in Lindsey's voice there, where he is shaken visibly by, by the fact that they had
7: to be evacuated. Yeah, and they like, and he of, knows how close that fucking they came to getting Mike Pence. Part of me
2: believes that it's that it's twofold that that the that those the holding back of the uh, tears that you can hear there, partially, I believe that that is because he realizes how fucking big this is. Like, this is America eating itself. Another part of me believes that it's because he knows he's gone all in with Trump. And now he doesn't know how his political career is going to fucking survive. Because yeah, in that
3: speech,
7: he had to find a way to walk himself off a a couple away from culpability. Yeah, and he and and we actually saw a return to the 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 funny Lindsey Graham, where he worked in that nice joke
2: about fucking Rand Paul. Paul, Yeah, yeah, because everybody, anybody who's anybody hates fucking Rand Paul. He's going for low hanging fruit, but yeah, yeah. Um. So, but so for him to be that impassioned and have and all of those guys, oh, fucking Kevin McCarthy, everybody that was there that day. On that night when they returned, were fed up with Trump. They were they were fucking done with the games. They could have fucking died earlier this afternoon. You no, know, unless you're Josh Hawley. Unless you're Josh Hawley yeah. or fucking Ted it's, Cruz, this <laughs> pump. Um, everybody else that was there, there was there. They were ver- audibly and visibly, depending on what medium you're using, shaken by the events that unfolded earlier in the afternoon. Which is why this clip from only like a week and a half later is so fucking mind boggling to me. You had an opportunity, Lindsay, to break away. Even if you didn't go back to 2015 Hispanics this or Americans. This an abusive
7: relationship, right? The One of the many yes. times
2: you say, I'm finally going to leave. And you're like, you could have, you wouldn't have had a great life, but you could have gone and crashed on someone's couch. But instead, you, you, went run, right back, you run back to the abuser. And in doing so, so now after after the the, the that day, and then the, this actually this is not a week and a half later. This is a couple of months later because Trump gets impeached off of finally he a second time he gets impeached, um, which was fucking ridiculous the way the process worked out because mcconnell was one of those like lindsey graham who's fed up with trump not playing the trump game anymore and then declares it impossible to, to get the impeachment through the senate in 14 days which it only took fucking five days to do to get the new judge in yeah um and it only took i i'm almost positive that the the Impeachment was the first ten, impeachment? was it 10 days? The fir- 5 first one, days yeah. for the for the Democrats and then the 5 days for the response. Um but what was insane was like well we can't do an impeachment before an election and then the election happens and we can't impeach a private citizen. Then, yeah. He's not like oh shut the fuck up. And I'm not I'm saying election. I mean I mean inauguration. Um but the inauguration happens, the impeachment happens. And Lindsey Graham runs right back, as you said frank to to his abusive uh, he knows spouse. where the votes are at right now,
5: yep today, Senator Lindsey Graham gave his take on where trump 's acquittal will lead the party
1: the biggest winner, I think of this whole impeachment trial is Laura Trump. my dear friend Richard Burr, who I like and and have been friends to a long time, just made Laura Trump almost a certain nominee for the Senate seat in North Carolina to replace him if she runs. And I'll certainly be behind her because I think she represents the future of the Republican Party.
2: she even live in
3: North Carolina?
2: Probably not, but does Josh Hawley even live in fucking Missouri? No, he doesn't. Like Apparently that l- rule does not apply what, anymore. It, what k- kind of stupid... I'm trying to grasp where Lindsey Graham's Jim, you said mental gymnastics earlier, and, like, that's a perfect term because, like, we've heard so many things. What is—is lynching bad? No, he's right about lynching. And uh, (laughs) you can't have a quid pro quo if you're too stupid to have a quid pro quo. What is uh, the—what is the acquittal of Donald Trump over the Capitol riots mean, Lindsey Graham? It means Laura Trump comes out on top. What the fuck? (laughs) Like, what is— how no. many dice you rolling to get that fucking? All answer. you're doing, huh. you're just like he's ten net twenties in a row. <laughs> he is literally just like anybody. I think he's given up on just he, trying. He's like, ass kissing anybody with Trump as a last name. Yeah, like as long as I stay attached to that, then the the fucking stop. I've got the stop to stop the steal people. Like right. that. That's who I've got. That's that's my fucking which audience. is a not. Inconsiderable amount of people, like that's, no, that's a pretty it's pretty large. It's like, way percentage. too many fucking yeah. people. Yeah, Um but just like it's just so disappointing to me to come from such an impassioned speech on the on the Senate floor the night of the attack, where you have that opportunity I, to. I think
7: his speech, because like, was probably the most relevant of anybody that night because of his history. Well, because he against he, and then for Trump. Yeah, yeah, that was the one that made me actually gasp, like hearing it. So it is like all the more shocking that only a week later you're like, "Man, you're already back on the fucking hard drugs again." Like, yeah, the intervention didn't take. No, not at all. Uh. <laughs> your near death experience
2: you're just going to go right back to the needle. Fuck. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> "Well, God saved me that time." So, I don't know, maybe God is the or Trump is the second coming. That's how they treat him. And 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 they're doing it with anybody with his last name, and it's just it doesn't make sense to me. I would wonder though because I, I would be interesting or interested in today what Lindsey Graham's take on, like, the the closest people to Trump it, because they all kind of, like, teamed up. And it, it was just, like, everybody's defending everybody. And, like, once they had that core group where the dogs had already bitten each other's necks and the Comies got fired and, like, everybody else got f- the, the fucking um, – who was the first attorney general? Jeff Sessions. Mm-hmm. Like, after all those guys were gone and not useful anymore, and fucking Michael Cohen's gone or whatever, like, there was a team. And Rudy Giuliani was a big part of that. And I I would just be interested, I didn't pull any clips, but I would be interested in does Lindsey Graham go all in on the people that were just close to Trump? Like this would is he willing to defend Giuliani today in the same way that he would defend anybody with a Trump name? Because it seems like the stop the steal people still like Rudy Giuliani. Like they still feel like Giuliani had the best interest of Trump in mind. Mm -hmm. And he deserves twenty grand a day. Right. (laughs) Um, which the, like when we when we finally get to the Giuliani episode, that's gonna be Ooh, fun. Yeah, did you see what happened to him recently? <laughs> no, but we'll save it. Um, <laughs> uh, so, so, just just anybody with the Trump last name, Lindsey Graham is gonna, for the time being, anyway, until the wind blows a different way, um, he's going to stay attached to that name. That is clearly. Where he is at at the end of of the insurrection and just after inauguration day, the impeachment and what whatnot. Do you have any idea? Uh, or, do you think that he likes Biden administration very no. much? Um, no, you would be easy. No, which is funny too because they have a history of being very close. Like personally, like they're they're actually really good friends. There's this whole. Well, they've both been in politics oh, long enough fucking ever to where
3: they remember the days whenever people actually worked with each other
2: there's a there's um like a 15 minute like interview short piece on lindsey graham uh or it might have actually been a piece on joe biden that was leading up to the election but in it lindsey graham is in it being interviewed and he's actually like tearing up when he's talking about his friendship with joe biden because he likes him so much um and because they ha- because they are so so close um Lindsey Graham is going to literally take any talking point of the right at this point in 2021 and just run with that. So if they Double don't down. if they don't like Biden, you know, like that that's what he's going for. So as you can imagine, uh Biden had some things to say about the racist voting laws that we just did an episode on, um, not that long ago in Georgia specifically, um, he had called them he had called them Jim Crow laws, and uh, Lindsey Graham didn't really care about it's that. Not racist because I don't think it's racist. <laughs> yeah, was love it or leave it racist?
1: You know, I voted for Senate uh, Criminal Justice Reform, the first step, Dak. There are a lot of African-American and Hispanic men who have been put in jail for a very long time because of the three strikes and outlaw. If there are certain parts of this country, your chance to encounter the cops is greater than other places. Your economic uh, situation has a lot to do with whether or not you're gonna be exposed to crime. That's just a fact. I'd like to change systems. I was working with Senator Scott to do something about uh, police reform. At the end of the day, they're calling all of us racist because we won't give in to this power grab. They play the race card morning, noon and night. I am tired of it. I think it's cheap. I think it's sick for the president of the United States, Joe Biden, who's been a friend for years, to say that what they're doing in Georgia is Jim Crow 2.0. Some of you got families that live through Jim Crow where people were beaten, deterred from voting, poll taxes, literacy tests, institutional efforts to keep black people from voting. The highest voter participation in the country in the last election. And I'm proud of that. I want every eligible voter to be able to vote, but I want you to do it in a way that we have confidence in the results.
2: So be white is essentially
7: what also, saying. Also, confident confidence in the results, didn't your party spew a bunch
2: of lies that undermine the confidence in the results? How dare him say we had the greatest voter turnout? Yeah, and it was no thanks to your fucking yeah. side. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you kidding me? You guys tried to suppress the national vote. Like, not just fucking... We're not just talking about uh, a you specific tried to throw Georgia out, law. I mean, you, you tried guys, to you,
3: a, a or suppress the electoral college. And, and, <laughs> and, and to, then you literally tried, tried to throw out millions, the millions post of post office. Yeah.
2: Like, what the uh. fuck? Oh, my God. gall. So, like yeah, for him to talk. And Lindsey Graham, for him to talk about. Uh, some of you have families that live through of, Jim Crow. Yeah, and your grandparents were part of a, the fucking problem, Just Lindsay. as a refresher,
3: it's a bunch of ridiculous new voter laws where, like, you, you can't vote on a Sunday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, what? you well, can't, you have can't food tell me or that water. like that, they uh, basically looked at like what are these particular ways of voting that historically the turnout is predominantly
2: black and they got rid of them. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Yeah, like, yeah it's Jim, racist. It's fucking Jim Crow, buddy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like that's kind of how that's that's what it means. Uh yeah, just just ridiculous. Like I mean and, and I I believe you can prove
7: that all these laws are like they're not Voter ID laws are not catching anything that, like, there's not a problem with with voter fraud. There's like, you can't find any evidence of it. So, we don't need ID. We're doing fine the way we are. The only reason to do IDs is because that's going to affect the poorest Americans who can't afford them, which disproportionately are minorities who vote Democrat. your,
3: your Your state license or your state ID isn't free.
7: No, and the no. pain in the ass to get to the DMV in the first place. And that's and-
2: that's always been my argument with voter ID for people who are super one hundred percent on board. We you have to have an ID to drive. First of all, get your fucking COVID card. Then also, a because- lot of people don't
7: drive. A lot of people, especially in the city, rely on public
2: transportation, which does not require a fucking ID to get on the bus. Here's 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 the thing: if the government is mandated to provide us with IDs, fine. You fucking yeah. pay for it. You make sure that I get it. If there's a website where you can upload your own
7: picture, you get to choose your photo. But what they do well, is you, even you if You know they... what's unique to every individual that
2: gets
3: a voter card? Like, not an ID card, but the voter card that you have to go and get scanned, and like if you yeah. don't have your license on you, you take that card that gets mailed to you, and you know how they mail that to you? With your fucking social security number. Right, right. <laughs>
2: yeah. Which is why um, which there's not- Everybody th- gets one. Yeah. yeah. Unique to you. Yes, Yes. This is
7: why this already isn't a problem. Like we no. spent years refining the way we vote to make sure Plus, there's not an issue with there, this shit.
2: There are even states that will make that argument that like, well, our IDs are free. Yeah, but the but then what those states do to to still get, a, you can make your IDs free, okay. But if the process is like eight steps long, and I have to go to this website, and I have to fill out this form, and upload this, and mail this in, and get this back, and then get a notary, and like, you know, that people who Especially poverty-stricken people who, who don't have time. Yeah, especially who, if they're
7: working multiple, multiple jobs. They don't have fucking
2: daycare. Don't have the forward. means to get to a notary public. Like yeah, or even know how to find one. Like that's fucking,
7: fucking
3: ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah. Well, like, it's, and then there, it's there you go. If, if your ID is free, but you have to have it notarized notar- Notaries are not free. No, And right. they're
7: hard to track down. They're not like fucking. They're like,
2: do you like? No, have, you, you either have to. One?
3: You either have to know somebody. It, it's like, uh. When you want to get married, you you have, you have to find somebody that's either a priest or they they got they, ordained online my, somehow. Yeah, yeah, right. So like notaries, you can either be a notary because you took a, uh, got a certificate online or they're usually working at like. But actually,
7: think has one. Well, like
3: like the one that I know about for sure is that the it's not the courthouse. It's right across from the courthouse in St. Charles, whatever that building is. The yeah, I know, but but the, the county. The, clerks off it's, the ultimate
7: thing is this is the same lindsey graham who just a clip ago said that the, there was no voter fraud like where our party's freaking out over nothing i asked for 10 names they couldn't give me one I Asked right. for 10 names they couldn't give me one and now he's sitting there saying we need these laws to protect us yeah. from what yeah. what are we prote- from the like, voter fraud that you didn't find yeah exactly right. like-,
2: and the, like the 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 real answer is like the reason that you're being called racist because you support racist laws if you don't want to be called racist stop being a fucking racist
7: yeah, I, like your, the people you know, the people who supported Jim Crow laws at the same time were being like, "Quick Kong is racist." Racist for the people who fought for the South, who fought for the Confederacy. Right. We're just fighting for secure elections that just happen to make sure that we win, and black people can't vote.
2: Lindsay <laughs> in, in eighty years, we're gonna look at these people the exact same way. Like fuck you saying you're not racist. You were. Lindsey Graham is every Republican who's like, well, the Democrats and the KKK states right. Shut the fuck (laughs) up. Yeah, you can't. Your argument for like why I shouldn't call you racist can't be because the other side was racist 150 years Years ago. ago.
4: Yeah, (laughs) fuck off. One (laughs) time, one time. (laughs) Um,
2: Yeah, and that was bad too, asshole. (laughs) Stop being a dick. Uh yeah, so as I said, uh we'll we'll go on into February of twenty twenty one. Not
8: a fan of Biden. So you see <laughs> trillions and trillions in reckless spending. Guy. It's not yeah. for infrastructure and it's not for emergency relief. You see amnesty, open yeah. borders, and and abusive cages Biden is building. Then you see appeasement, you see aggression now by China and Russia, and appeasement towards the Iranian mullahs and now pulling out of Afghanistan. What's your overall feeling about right. uh, where we're headed?
1: Uh, Joe Biden's become an incredibly destabilizing American president. Uh, he took a border what's that he, was what's uh, he pretty calm and turned it into chaos. Uh, the East had been transformed He's on trying Trump's to watch where the Arabs were working right with the Israelis and really had Iran in the box. He's taken Iran and let him out of the box. THEY'RE TALKING ABOUT ENRICHING URANIUM AT 60% NOW, WHICH IS A DIRECT THREAT TO THE EXISTENCE OF THE STATE OF ISRAEL. Uh, THE RUSSIANS ARE CHALLENGING HIM IN THE UKRAINE. AND NOW HE IS WITHDRAWING FORCES IN AFGHANISTAN AGAINST SOUND MILITARY ADVICE. TO ALL OF YOU WHO ARE LISTENING, YOU REMEMBER WHERE YOU'RE AT ON SEPTEMBER 11, 2001. OUR MILITARY TOLD PRESIDENT BIDEN THAT IF YOU WITHDRAW ALL OF OUR FORCES, AL-QAEDA AND ISIS WILL COME ROARING BACK. Um, Afghanistan would disintegrate into civil war, and we can avoid all of that by having three to 5,000 American forces making sure that ISIS and al-Qaeda never come back to hurt us. He rejected that advice. Afghanistan is going to deteriorate pretty rapidly. Al-Qaeda and ISIS are going to come back. He's paving the way for another 9 11. Look me I in the think face, Joe and tell me Biden. That, you know, 9/11 can policy happen has been exactly completely incompetent and destabilizing. TSA. What he's done with the Iranians is a threat to everything we've accomplished in the East. I just hope and pray that I'm wrong.
2: Yeah, I can almost guarantee you that you're mostly wrong. Uh, You've Lizzie. been mostly
7: wrong your entire life, unless you're. I mean, yeah. It, depends on the it, coattails you're riding, I guess. <laughs> it,
4: it, like
3: the. Saying or, saying that Iraq and Afghanistan are gonna like devolve into civil war and destabilize, like yeah, that's <laughs> kind of what they do. That's what they do. That's kind of their
2: their
4: shtick. Also, like, <laughs> like he made it seem like, like Trump,
7: like he left this utopia in the Middle East that everyone's trampling on. Like,
4: well, Morocco right, and Israel were our, in good. Terms, well, oh, so all yeah, uh,
2: so good.
3: Our democratic puppet states in Iraq and Afghanistan have failed miserably. Multiple so times, they're, yeah. They're, <laughs>
2: like, since we've
3: been there, like, they've failed multiple times. It, it's You're not going to change these places. No. You're not going to.
2: I just am shocked. It's, at it's how- such American arrogance to think that we could i'm i'm shocked to hear how similar that clip is to the shit that he was saying about trump in the 2015 shit like yeah oh he's de-sta- like his his policy on the in the middle east is destabilizing pulling out of afghan like he used this he basically re- he did what melania did and he only he plagiarized himself oh, yes. and he fucking took his old speech it's not crossed, plagiarism yeah crossed out trump's yeah. name inserted biden's name and just ran with it. The other thing that I forgot, but I'm glad that we got Sean Hannity back on the show... I. As soon as it started, I (laughs) I fucking love... I forgot how fun it is for me to listen to him ask a question by giving all of the answers that he wants in the (laughs) question. He's like, well, the world's gone to shit, and the border is crazy, and Israel and Iran suck. What do you think about Biden? (laughs) like, (laughs) I'm probably going to agree with you, Sean. This is what your audience thinks. Um, So... And I only have a couple of more I only have uh a few more. It looks like three more clips. Um and they they're all pretty recent. Biden gave a gave his uh joint address to Congress and Republicans, not super big fans of it. Um I have a couple of more couple more clips from the Sean Hannity show. Um if you will remember after Biden gave his his speech and his his plans for how we're going to move forward and what is what his policies were going to be or what he would like to do his vision um Tim Scott was the Republican senator he is a senator right yeah he's a yeah. senator of he's the other south carolina and south oh, yeah. carolinian uh senator Tim Scott offered the response to uh, Biden's speech. And so we'll start off with Sean Hannity is going to play a clip here from Tim Scott's speech. And then he's he's got Lindsey Graham back on his show um, to talk to him about it. So that's when, when you when we start off hearing Tim Scott,
8: that this is At why. the start of the program. A star was born tonight. His name, Senator Tim Scott from the great state of South Carolina. Take a look. Our
0: best future will not come from Washington schemes or socialist dreams. It will come from you, the American people—black, Hispanic, white, and Asian, Republican and Democrat, brave police officers in black neighborhoods.
3: We are not adversaries. What's the context? We are family.
2: It doesn't matter for Sean Hannity's audience. He's not worried about the context. he just need, pulled the he, guy
3: he, saying he, some words. It he just, no context. All, all
2: he really needed was socialist schemes and like whatever. Yeah, like, he needed the rhyme in there. Like that's <laughs> that's what he. he Dr. Pulled. Seuss, baby. He also needed. <laughs> he also needed one black guy, a GOP, uh, the only black GOP senator. Uh, to get up there and say America's not racist because that's what it was that was also said in the show. It's the
3: equivalent uh, of them having a black friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: It is like, and like to the GOP, Tim Scott is token from. fucking south park like i i am i would not be shocked if in the commercial break sean hannity was like so you can play bass right like (laughs) you you No, i'm telling you you can play bass right (laughs) um uh, fuck tim scott i i don't like tim scott at all because i think that he is to me tim scott is the same um he's the he's the congressional version of candace owens like he, he he's that bad. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, Ouch. he's no. well, he's not, no, Candace Owens is worse, but Tim Scott rides the line. Like whatever Trump said, he just found an excuse for it. Tim, Tim Scott was asked about the lynching comment too, and didn't really offer much oh, he's of been a around better that long. Yeah. He didn't, didn't, he didn't offer much of never a even heard of him until this clip. response um than lindsey graham did so something that i cut out of this next clip in lindsey graham's response is the fucking two and a half minutes of lindsey graham being like all right so they're gonna call him an uncle tom we're gonna need to donate to him here's his website donate a bunch of money like he fucking went on forever <laughs> it's like dude every time you come on sean Hannity's show you just pitch some fucking bullshit grift to to fucking donate to so i cut that out um, but here is, is Lindsey Graham's take on the, uh, on the speech that Tim Scott responded to.
1: Tim, you made your state proud. You made conservatism proud. Tim explained to the American people with a smile on his face that there's an alternative to Biden's America. Joe Biden scared the hell out of me tonight. He looked weak as commander in chief. And he embraced socialism.
2: I love that that Lindsey Graham is going to go to the sh- socialism line, and I, I don't know if I've said this on this on this show before, but as a liberal, let me tell you that fucking Joe Biden is Republican light. Like he's yeah. not; he is far from a socialist. He is like, not a fucking progressive. He's a crystal light version of Republicanism. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like watered down Kool Aid, no fucking sugar. Like that it's it's just. It, progressive sprinkle in
3: some democratic policy Yeah, joe biden
2: progressives had are not super thrilled that this was the option that we had uh to 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 go with but i mean fuck is joe biden or fascism right like this is what we have to do in this election whether you're progressive or not i would say that i lean more towards progressivism as time goes on um but I but for for everybody, I think there are a lot of Democrats too. Just like strictly, the true blue Democrats that are like, ah, fuck. Wait, we could have had Buttigieg though. Like the, there were better options. We could have Sanders. Yeah. Right. Like, like for the have, second time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Almost um, had it. So I've got so I've got one more clip left. Uh, this is still in the same exchange with Sean Hannity. Um, and I do think that this this one really just kind of – it brings us full circle uh, when you consider where we started this episode and just kind of his stance uh, on – uh national security i guess is how you would term it if you didn't want to let people know what the clip was about before you press play well
1: all i can say is if you watch your show you'll learn a lot about the border and politics in general no you won't why did mark kelly mention the fact that joe biden didn't talk about solving the border crisis because joe biden is the crisis the root cause of our the run on the border is not the northern triangle countries THEY ARE NO BETTER, NO WORSE THAN THEY WERE WHEN TRUMP, THEY ARE BETTER, I THINK, BECAUSE OF TRUMP. THE BOTTOM LINE IS JOE BIDEN INSTITUTED CATCH AND RELEASE. IF YOU COME TO AMERICA, YOU GET RELEASED IN THE COUNTRY, YOU NEVER SHOW UP TO YOUR COURT DATE. IF YOU'RE UNDER 16, YOU STAY HERE. WORD IS OUT ALL OVER CENTRAL AMERICA THAT JOE BIDEN IS GOING BACK TO CATCH AND RELEASE. AND MARK KELLY KNOWS UNLESS YOU CHANGE CATCH AND RELEASE AND REFORM ASYLUM, IT'S NEVER ENDING. AND THE REASON BIDEN NEVER mentioned it. Is because the left won't let him mention it. The root cause of immigration chaos is Joe Biden.
2: That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, to me. like I, I'm
7: surprised <laughs> he never had immig- immigration chaos before. Or is it always? Because, is it because George Biden George. Joe Biden has had such a long career. How many times? Always Trump's been presiden- him.
3: Maybe so. How many times during Trump's presidency do we have a caravan, as they like to call it? A yeah. bunch of times. Like I can remember offhand at least three. Like
2: mm-hmm. there, there immigration
3: was always a fucking has always been an
4: issue trying to build a wall. It has, no, like,
3: it has no like reason f- like stemming from the U.S. It's from whatever country they're leaving.
7: Yeah. yeah, well, and some of it can be traced to, like, okay, the U.S. Like, has... Venezuela dr- is ju- still
3: in turmoil.
7: You and know? you can get you can say, like, the, the U.S. has draconian drug laws that influence South American drug trade that then breeds violence right. in a roundabout way. But, yeah, they're fleeing violence in their own countries. Right. It's not because, like, words got out that, like, hey, you want to go get a job in America? They yeah. do catch
2: and release like we're fucking fish. What's so funny, too, is that, like, if you think about the way that uh, now i like i'm stereotyping fucking old white guys now, shame on me um but old southern white guys Had they not suffered uh, enough uh, <laughs> right? but if you think about the way that people like Lindsey Graham think of uh of immigrants in general, brown immigrants in general. Uh, like third world countries, no fucking Wi-Fi, no cell phones, tattered clothes. How is the word getting out at all in your racist mind? Yeah, like who the fuck is getting pinged on their goddamn phone and be like, oh shit, the Joe Biden's (laughs) policies, regime change. Everybody, fucking pack your shit. Like that is not what the fuck is happening.
3: Um, I b- I barely know. Like I have access to all of this, and I barely know what's going on in Europe. In the
2: same way, that's not happening. In the same way that your fucking pretend wall that you started building for the last five years kept anybody out, it all didn't. The, quarter of a mile of it. Yeah, it fucking didn't do anything. Uh, so for him to, we would have we
7: would have had better luck giving that money we used on the border wall directly to the people and just asking them not to come to America yeah they, they probably would have solved more problems it, it, it yeah because who wants to
3: uproot your family and move thousands of miles to right. a new country where they don't speak your language right we could have
7: just bribed them and being other people's problems where they're shitty to you half the population
2: yeah. fucking doesn't want you here
7: Like, Man, actually
2: that's not that's a bad idea up. like
7: why don't we just take all the money we're spending on the wall and stuff and just buy people plane tickets be like where do you want to go in the world anywhere but here like for right. some reason we're
2: assholes but <laughs> like, yeah, that's fucked
3: up or you know in, instead of that's how brexits happen like <laughs> <in, <laughs> instead of funneling all foreign aid over to your favorite middle eastern problem country how about send a little foreign aid south
7: yeah uh, and I, Lindsey even said that like Mexico was working with us to solve the problem with Trump. He, he said that a couple close back, and I was like, no, they no,
2: not any more so than they've worked with but, Clinton or but they Bush stopped as soon as Biden. Obama as soon as Biden got inaugurated. They're like, fuck
3: that. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's not even pretend like that's actually going to work either. A lot of the problem with South American countries is the oligarchies that have caused. Right. Absolute turmoil. That's the yeah, or or you mean.
7: have fucking mobs that get influence over local politicians, or just you know threaten and uh,
3: yeah, it's yeah. a shit show. Yeah,
2: yeah.
7: Do, you, do you have a cartel in your
2: backyard beheading your neighbor? You probably don't want to stay there. Yeah, Biden's fault. Yeah. Um, all right, so that's that's all I've got on my on my run through of Lindsey Graham. What do you where do you guys want to put him uh, as far as we we
7: almost see a like sycophant because he is such a fucking. Uh, one eighty
2: degree turning little bitch. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't know how else to describe it. I don't know if we uh, like. I don't know. There, there's a few of them. I think he could fit into. Um,
3: I think he he he's a very solid trader because he his coat is definitely two different colors.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that might be that might be the best one because I think he, that he could also get off the fascism. Yeah, because yeah. as soon as as, easily, as soon as the
3: wind blow blew the wrong way, but, he was like, "Nope, not a fascist anymore."
2: Yeah,
7: and even treasonous because he's, when the moment he saw people actually overthrowing, like there was some moment of regret, but then he of course doubled back on it. So right. I keep like I kind of want to throw him in that bandwagon, but yeah. As soon as he he saw that it could
2: affect his life directly, he was like, no, I don't like this anymore. Right, yeah. Yeah. There's something very cowardice about that. So, traitor, you want to go with traitor, or will will we step up to treasonous? I
7: would say treasonous because he didn't stick to his January 9th. If he had stuck to what he said on January 9th, I would say he's just a traitor. Yeah. But the fact that he went back on that, like, was like immediately, immediately is like, Lord yeah, Trump. you are, you are a treasonous. You don't give a shit about this country. Full Benedict Arnold. Somebody said treasonous. I
3: mean, yeah, I guess why not? <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: all right. Uh, so that that settles that. Then I'm I'm happy with calling him a treasonous because he because I I agree. Like the the dude. It's so disappointing and like the first half of the episode was so fun and I was just like, Man, I really like Lindsey Graham more than I thought I was going to in those early clips. I knew I was going
3: to progressively dislike him. Oh yeah.
2: Like I knew I knew too. Yeah, like, but you're... I
7: also didn't realize I would like him as much or find him as funny or as quick witted right. as I did earlier. He like had man, you some had some wit moments. and you had some spark of life to you yeah. when McCain was your mentor. Right. Yeah, and, and then you, and it's then, like that. It's, man, it's like a, it's either a Greek Odyssey or like a Jedi story of getting seduced by the dark side. Yeah, he's
2: a fucking, he's a leech, and like he's leeching off the wrong power source right now. <laughs> it's like, it just, I don't know. It, it's, it's a shame for him and for us, like as a, as a country who should yeah, he, be he able... would
3: have He would have been a pretty solid Republican if he would have stayed in the same boat that he was in in 2015.
2: Yeah, if he had been like,
7: there cause... is some alternate reality where Trump didn't run where he is possibly president, or at least running, or BP yeah, or if something. You believe, if you believe him. in the multiverse. Yeah, yeah
3: I could see Find him. like
2: th- that string of comic <laughs> books, because that's the one I want to live in. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Going on Kickstarter, we're going to start that very soon. <laughs> right. So that'll bring us to the end of another episode. Uh, we will be back. Before we go, Jim, can you please tell... The uh, nice listening folks, where they can find us.
3: Yeah, we have a Facebook page. You can be found on Twitter at RealUnamerican. And also our personal accounts are at UnamericanB, at FeveredHeart, and at AmericanActualJ.
2: Awesome. Thank you very much, Jim. And Franklin, can you please tell the listeners how they can support the show if they choose to do so?
7: Uh, you can choose to follow us. You may choose to like, subscribe, share, and or review. Episodes that are available weekly. weekly uh, yeah, the schedule, 2021
2: been has been yeah. 2021-ing me for a couple of weeks. Like and the, me. like yeah. I'm, I'm responsible for part of that delay. There, there, so. have, there have been... It's been a rough start to the year. Hopefully, we're going to be getting on the other side of that. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, for our own sanity. Just like, like COVID, just, we're getting over the hump. Yeah, they, there's been there's been some shit. But yes, hopefully, we'll get back to, yeah. to more weekly. Uh,
7: but if you are are always itching for new content, you could, of course, uh, subscribe for bonus content, which is available over at patreon.com forward slash unamerican. So,
2: yeah, go check that out. And as of always, we appreciate any support. Yes, we do very much. Thank you both. Um, and thank you to our listeners listeners we will return hopefully next week uh but before we go our dishonorable mentions this week are michelle bischbach of minnesota scott fitzgerald of wisconsin chuck uh, fleischman of tennessee virginia fox of north carolina scott franklin of florida russ fulcher of idaho and matt gates of florida um your uh you, of course your responsibility not your responsibility but your homework uh as as listener if you live in one of their states uh please vote against them and put them in a future unemployment line so that they can cut your benefits off early
7: <laughs> An American is a fever heart production It is hosted by Brandon Kondik, Franklin Everhart, and Jim Hillman. If you like the show, please subscribe and leave a review. Contact us at unamericanpod at yahoo.com. And be sure to support us on Patreon for exclusive bonus content.